0: logan hi kim oh this episode's gonna feel weird because we're only talking about one episode i know know,
1: it's so weird (laughs) we went super sized last time and now we're going like minimized this time which Uh, i think is really funny
0: do we call this like a happy
1: meal (laughs) it's a little bit yeah sure we can do that call it a happy meal (laughs) we we just don't come with a toy that's all (laughs) that's it's the only thing. Um. Yeah so we don't have a whole lot of news either mm-hmm. because we've just gotten the one press release for when we come back. Yep. Um, which I think they only released because it they wanted to let everybody know when the show was coming mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. because we're still when this was dropped we were still like the three weeks out mm-hmm. from when the episode was going to air which is not usually usually they do them like two weeks at a time. Uh not three so we'll probably get i'm assuming based on okay let me say this i did research because i realized march madness was coming up i'm not a basketball fan so that doesn't like immediately come to mind for me yeah we Um, leave that to bryna she she has that right but i realized it's obviously in march Uh and cbs airs the games so i looked it up and there are two that happen on fridays in march so I have a feeling our schedule is going to be the 3rd and the 10th. Okay. And then the two weeks after that are March Madness. And then we should be back by the Friday after okay. that. So I feel like we're going to get two and then break for two and come back. Okay. I may be wrong. It may be, maybe we just get one and then we break for the rest of the month. I don't know. We'll but see. my my instinct says probably two, break okay. for two. Um, and then I we have they're filming episode 18 right now Uh and thanks to diane farr we now know officially we're getting 22 episodes um so they have four more to film which is crazy Uh um and that also means that when we come back for 15 15 16 17 18 19 20 21 22 we have eight including 15 so um, I'm willing to bet you our finale will either be in the first or second week of May based on that. I think that historically CBS typically does one of those two weeks. Uh-huh. So two week break you lines up pretty well with that timeline. So anyway, that's me. I overthink things. I, if you guys have been listening from the beginning when we were doing One Chicago, you know this is my thing. I'm always... I, I, you know, with Chicago Fire, I knew how to look up permits. This, this is just my thing. I get obsessive about the behind-the-scenes stuff. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> um. Anyway, so we do know we're getting 22 episodes. They're filming 18 right now. At some point in March, we're probably going to have a two-week break. Um. And then the next episode, which we're going to read the description for, comes out March 3rd. Photos for this are up on the Instagram so go give us a follow i pinned it so it's a pinned post on our instagram so you should be able to find it pretty easily um yeah we'll see if we get another press release next week i don't know we might not but we'll see this one this episode airs march 3rd 2023 and it is season one episode 15 titled false promises and the pictures in the description are pretty scary um, uh-huh. says a massive tree falls during a reforestation assignment, threatening Eve's life and forcing Bodhi to step up and lead the rescue efforts. Uh-huh. great. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thumbs up. This is fine. Uh-huh. Everything is fine. There's no problem whatsoever. Uh-huh. it's uh-huh. it's totally fine, yep, especially when you look at the pictures, and there are two of Eve. Being basically squashed by tree branches it's fine we're fine it's all it's all fine awesome (laughs) i can tell you that the news about what episode they're filming came from jules latimer on her instagram so that gives me a modicum of you know confidence (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it'll all work out Mm
0: -hmm. also i
1: don't feel like they'd kill the person that they're going to kill is not going to happen in like episode 15 if anything like, that's yeah. no i think that's going to be like a finale thing or maybe a a build-up to the finale thing but i would prefer i would prefer,
0: amidst... prefer build-up because i i it's gonna kill me if they do something like that in the finale and
1: then i have if to it's wait a cliff. I'm be really
0: really mad but <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: yeah 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 we'll see like this is the first season of this show so we have no mm-hmm. idea what to expect of anything Uh -uh. they're right now they're setting the stage for what we're going to come to expect from them in the future so Uh great Uh (laughs) you know it's it's all an adventure (laughs) yeah yay yeah yeah (laughs) um yeah and they've stopped doing the like casting attached to the descriptions which kind of bums me out because i always loved like the little hints in the casting like Uh who are the guest stars is there anybody recurring that's coming back i I don't know that now but i can tell you next week's episode is written by a woman Mm. natalia fernandez i'm telling you they are there are a lot of women working on this show and i love it
0: Uh maybe Uh, that's why we like it so much
1: (laughs) that could be could be
0: Take not note, saying, network not, television. I don't, not saying guys can't, but I... I it's, I'm sorry, but when it's done right, it's done right. And...
1: Yeah. Mm. The same. Okay, also, I should mention, these pictures, there's a lot of Sharon in the hospital. A lot of Jordan in the hospital. Well, Jake. Oh. I'm gonna start getting those mixed up, that's not good. Uh, And there's some pictures of Manny also in the hospital so it looks like manny is off and so eve is like filling in for him Oh, okay um and then it turns into bodie filling in for her apparently okay yeah yeah and it looks like jordan's mom jordan jake i'm gonna start doing that more i gotta stop that's not good The character's name is Jake. Uh The actor's name is Jordan. Uh I'm going to stop doing that. Jake. Jake's mom. (laughs) Uh Is back, it looks like, according to the photos. Also, I see Rebecca, Fiona Renee, in the photos. And Freddie, Trey Davis, um, in the photos. So, a lot of familiar faces looks like it's gonna be stressful but also fun <laughs> uh-huh. well you know it's yeah okay i also think you know they they released that sizzle reel after uh-huh. the championship episode uh-huh. you know i think the scene where sharon told vince that he would have to love bodie for her is uh-huh. gonna be in this episode oh uh-huh. Yeah, it's going to kill us. We're going to be torn to shreds. It's going to yeah. leave us in like tattered sobbing so... pieces on the floor. I have okay. a feeling. Just, I have a feeling. Which, um, like I so... said,
0: as long as this happens before the finale, I, I'm good with it. I'll I'll suffer. I'm okay. I just don't want it to be the finale. Like, so then I stew in it I for mean, several months.
1: Look at these two. You guys can't. Oh, wait. I got the blur thing on. Hold on. Hold on. Fix it. Mm. Okay look at these two photos i know i know right sharon's face is like she's like uh, in tears and then jake and his mom are like cuddled up together but like she looks worried it's i'm we're know. we're gonna die no we're gonna die um yes that's what's gonna happen anyway that's the Mm -hmm. episode on march 3rd which Mm -hmm. should be the next episode that you guys get from us so you'll Mm -hmm. have a there'll be two in a row that are just like one episode Mm -hmm. so that'll be maybe even three in a row if we don't get a new episode after (laughs) after the third or the 10th play it by air see how it kind of shakes out see how it goes but Mm -hmm. yeah it's gonna be oh man we're in the build we're heading into the build up to the finale so Uh ever i feel like every episode from here on out is gonna be (laughs) oh stress and tears and emotions Uh (laughs) hopefully in a good way Uh Uh (laughs) we'll see anyway so that's all the news we have we don't really have much else at the moment um but i will say i've been keeping up with the ratings i do want to mention this the past two episodes have been like one Chicago level numbers, oh. which is crazy for a Friday night. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but crazy. like we said, CBS knows how to do their Friday nights. So.
1: They do. It's true. They know how to get people to tune in on Fridays. Um mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm telling you, this is what I said to Gina in the group text. I was like, friendly competition. One Chicago better watch out. Mm-hmm. Cause we're we're coming. <laughs> fire country's coming oh, uh God. we're on the come up whereas who <clears throat> watched this past week's episode of uh chicago fire and that was it was something i don't know i don't know what that was there were choices made yeah that were very odd and you know what i can say this because this is not the show that we cover anymore kudos to andrea newman for Pissing off all three ships, all three major ships in the Chicago Fire fandom. Four, if you count Hakami in the promo. (laughs) Because in one episode, I don't know if you saw the aftermath on Twitter, Kim, but in like. No, because I. mm -mm. Oh my God. In one episode, it was like Dossie fans were pissed off, Brettse fans were pissed off, Stellarite fans were pissed off, and then the promo aired and Hakami fans were pissed off. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like ran the gamut <laughs> uh-huh. also Andrea Newman watched an alternate seasons five and six of Chicago Fire than the rest of us I'm just gonna put that <sighs> out there and if you watch the show you'll know what I'm talking about and then we're uh-huh. gonna move on but wow uh-huh. <laughs> just wow um now we can get into our show that uh-huh. we talk about uh-huh. Kim, you want to read the um synopsis and uh-huh. the title Yep,
0: so season one, episode 14, Affair to Remember, which I every time I say that I want to giggle because as we all know, it's like an affair to remember, of course. Um, right. but the episode description is that the crews respond to mass chaos and injuries when a ride malfunctions at the annual Edgewater Town Fair and Sharon receives life changing news.
1: Yes, so when we initially got this summary, that last line scared me. Mm-hmm. Luckily as we'll get to mm-hmm. it was a lot scarier in a sentence than it was in the episode
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um let's see okay so this episode started and i literally just rewatched most of it before we started recording because mm-hmm. i was like oh man oh i, I watched it last
0: night because I, I wanted to wait yeah. until we were gonna record to like so it'd be like yeah. the most fresh in my
1: brain exactly so it starts with um the firehouse with mm-hmm. Or did they say station on this in this universe? I think eh, they say station. They say it's a yesterday. fire station. Yeah, it's important. It's... The details are important to me. I <laughs> know, but we all know we know the like, place they're talking about. I know, but it's a different vibe. Like Very Cal true. Fire is a different vibe than Chicago Fire. Like you, yeah, it's a different thing altogether. Um. Anyway, so they're at the fire station, and it starts with Gabriella and Jake. And they're uh-huh. doing, if we don't, uh, the way they cut it, we don't know that it's a dummy. But they're doing CPR resuscitation, the shocking uh-huh. defri- defibrillator. Ooh, yep. I've remembered on a dummy. On named a dummy Hyde. named Clyde. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that was one of my... Favorite uh lines of the episode, though, by the way, was when uh-huh. Gabriella was like exchanges. Gabriella was like, "Don't, don't name him. It uh-huh. makes it seem too real." <laughs> and, and then Eve comes in and is like, "Well, in the field, it's very real, and uh-huh. his name might uh-huh. be Clyde." Clyde. <laughs> oh, that was great. Uh-huh. Um, and poor Clyde dying is, like three times. No, three times. Oh. Man, poor guy. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but this is where we learn that. You know we're finally seeing some after effects of mm-hmm. what happened in the woods um and yeah the patient that died that was internal bleeding and they couldn't have seen it they didn't mm-hmm. they had no way of knowing um but gabriella feels like she should have saved her which okay you're a first responder like i i get that you know you're gonna take that hard especially because she's new mm-hmm. her first loss um, but it's causing her to freeze up mm-hmm. and and question herself when she's performing medical treatments in the field, mm-hmm. um, and she's worried that it it's she's going to fail her. What does she call it? EMT it, certification? Or yeah, because as it? at least in their fire department area, they have to be
0: certified to yeah. get to the next Cause level. They don't have- Otherwise there'll be a probie for forever
1: and then eve says well nobody's a probie for forever which that's ominous what, what? yeah also <laughs> that facial expression she gave to like jake of like mm, yeah, she's like mm-hmm. i shouldn't have said that i should yep. not have said that nope. she pulled Mm-mm. Hagrid. Mm-mm. <laughs> Uh anyway um yeah so that's that's the first presentation of this being an issue and before we go any further I did see some people who were like well this came out of nowhere and I'm like it did kind of come out of nowhere but also anxiety can pop up Mm -hmm. at any time like it doesn't it doesn't follow a a linear timeline Uh -uh. like you can be triggered by something that happened to you at any point for the first time ever yeah um so I I that didn't bother me too much and a Uh -uh. lot of people were like oh we should have seen this earlier and I'm like You know, I kind of get it. I get it. Because Uh maybe she hasn't really had to worry about it until Uh now. And now it's like, all of a sudden, all she can see fresh in her mind is what's happened before. Um, Uh You know, you can be triggered by stuff at any time. Um, And it does feel very, like, PTSD-like, too. Uh Which, that, you can be fine for a long time before that crops up. Uh Like that does not have a timeline at all. So anxiety and stress and and mental health, there's nothing linear about any of that. Let's uh-uh. just establish that right now. So that's obviously going to be her issue for the episode. And then uh Jake, you know checking himself out in the mirror, checking his hair. and I loved uh Eve like, why are you acting like that's ever been different? I don't understand <laughs> <laughs> That made me laugh. <laughs> but i also love that he and gabriella have apparently talked about his official date with cara mm-hmm. so they're obviously cool as friends mm-hmm. which it's so funny that the transition out of that relationship so quick. seems so easy like they had one moment in one episode where it was tense and they were arguing but since then i know which once again i just reiterate
0: of it felt like they never both had both feet in the relationship like kind of not like fully foot out the door but like it was like stepping like the first your toes like right at the door already just because i for to move on that quickly and be that good of friends so soon after is like okay
1: it, yeah it's a little weird it kind of makes you think that maybe the feelings weren't what they thought they were no. you know
0: yeah 100%. maybe it was
1: something else and they thought it was like love I said, or
0: I still, I yeah it's, it felt very much more like the idea of love that they had of what they yeah. wanted it to be and not actually
1: yeah. like the feelings of it yeah i i agree you know and it could also be that gabriella was looking for an excuse to stay in edgewater mm-hmm. because she didn't want to go back mm-hmm. so you know mm-hmm. and then i feel like with jake too you could say he was looking for a reason to change mm-hmm. gabriella certainly gave him that um mm-hmm. So I don't know. It could just be that they were looking for something in each other and it it wasn't what they thought it was or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. But they they seem to be friends and they seem to be fine with it because Gabriella is the one that's like, leave him alone. He has this date with Kara. It's very important. Uh-huh. Um and I love Jake's like uh <laughs> little speech about how it's not weird that like her ex boyfriend is his, you know best friend and then Uh also he she knew him when he was a playboy in high school like Uh he's just like it's it's, you know it's not gonna be weird at all it's gonna be fine it's Uh gonna be fine (laughs) Uh and then eve's little i laughed really hard at eve's little uh it's giving (laughs) Uh she was like it's giving you know i thought that was cute she gave Uh him a little assessment before he went out the door Uh um so that was good and then oh my gosh i just watched this what happens
0: after that i mean we get the lovely shot at the leone household
1: that's that's what that's what it is it cuts to yeah yeah we (laughs) see vince in his top hat and sash which is which i know he hates he can pull it off pretty well he pulls it off pretty well i agree yeah but i love it it wasn't like a
0: cartoonish like top hat that was very right. much more like it, it fit his vibe like it
1: yeah he pulled it off it was so. a low-key top hat it uh-huh. wasn't it could have been much more uh-huh. grandiose than it uh-huh. was uh-huh. and the sash could have been fancier too but uh-huh. you know <laughs> but i love that he's like it he looks like the mattress king <laughs> That was really funny, and Sharon's you're the mattress king of this house, mm-hmm. <laughs> which mm-hmm. oh okay. I'm
0: yeah, Sharon Vince flirting as always. It's I love so it, so cute. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and then I also love that he says that he wasn't even on the ballot that Jake wrote him in mm-hmm. for to be grand marshal, which I thought was really adorable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. and there's also the little conversation they have where he's asking her you know is she nervous about the decision for whether or not they're gonna let jake give her his kidney she's like you know i try not to think about it there's nothing i can do about it so there's no need for me to stress and she makes a comment about um him being a a grinchy widower that no one never checks on Check that was funny and then vince is like i have no intention of being a widower but i don't mind being a grinch (laughs) and i remember when it aired i tweeted i was like same i don't -hmm. mind being a grinch either (laughs) (laughs) vince is me i'll be grinchy it's fine Mm -hmm. um (laughs) uh yeah so that was really cute and then he leaves to go to the fairgrounds because he was supposed to be It seems to me like initially he was just going to be like fire marshal sort of Uh in that sort of role over the fair, making sure that the fire hazards were all taken care of and, you know, Uh things like that. But then he got voted in as Grand Marshal, too, um, which is interesting. So anyway, Sharon's off to work and then Vince is off to work. And then we go back to the firehouse, which is when Three Rock is at the fire station Uh too. Um, which includes manny and apparently kim you were right Uh eve has requested to shadow Uh manny Uh (laughs) to walk around with three rock now this is a new thing that we haven't seen them do yet and i forgot what they called it they called it they had a name for what this was like for them doing jobs out in the community because Bodie and Rebecca talked about it and then Manny and Eve talked about it and had they had a specific term for it I can't remember what it yeah was. I can't remember either um it started with a p <laughs> it started with a Uh-oh. p but I can't remember um but anyway basically it's like they're doing a job out in the community that's not responding to a fire or having to do with preventing fires uh-huh or any accident at all um and it's sort of like community service it's beneficial to the inmates and the community it it shows you know they get out in the community it shows the community the good that they're doing Uh it's also good for the apartment itself because it's like free press um it has a lot of advantages and while eve and manny are talking eve brings up that there's a kickback that like they get a little donation when the inmates do these kind of gigs and that's when manny's like oh you've done your research she's (sighs) like well yeah the people in sacramento have their eye on three rock and immediately manny's like antenna go up and he's his head is on a swivel for the rest of the episode because he's like convinced that somebody's coming for him and he thinks it's eve which made me so mad because i'm like when has Eve ever know. done anything but support the people in Edgewater
0: yeah it's one of those like I really want to like shake Manny a little bit I but at the same time it's like obviously he's still coming out of like his bender a bit of like gambling and so I think he's just being very protective because it's like what has kept him through everything is three his job with three Rock. so well
1: he's on the defensive like yeah. he's you know paranoid i get Uh it i get it at the same time don't love it though yeah but at the same time like it's eve if it were somebody else besides eve Uh i think i'd understand it more like if it were jake jake Uh has shown himself to be a little ambitious and a little you know dismissive of other Uh people sometimes a little Uh self-serving i would get that um if it were even like Vince, there's already tension between the two of them sometimes, so I would get that. Uh-huh. Like, if it were anybody but Eve, <laughs> uh-huh. I think I would understand it more. But Eve is literally like the purest uh-huh. little cinnamon roll bean know. that there's ever been. She just wants to help her community and be a firefighter, and uh-huh. she loves her job and getting her hands dirty. She's not really super ambitious. Or else she'd have just gone for the incident command stuff, whether she enjoyed it or not.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know. So anyway, if it were anybody but Eve, I think I would understand it more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So then, from then on, Manny is a little more rude than necessary mm-hmm. to Eve, um, but Eve is really excited to like shadow him and and um, go around with Three Rock for the day. Um, mm-hmm. which is really cute i love seeing her like excited about her job especially after last episode when she was sort of like hesitant yeah um with sharon so that was good but we also have our first encounter with rebecca and bodie since everything went down with bodie and gabrielle
0: uh-huh. and it's it's not that rebecca said many words <laughs> during the scene with um. Uh bodie and gabriella as well but her eyes and face said a lot for her
1: <laughs> fiona Ren- listen fiona renee is so good in this episode mm-hmm. she i and i i feel for the character because a lot of the reaction online was like why are you acting like you and him were dating everybody was just so harsh and mm-hmm. i was like but i i i get it though because yeah, they had they had some, they had a, they had some moments she caught feelings you know have you never been in a situation where like you are more into whatever it is it could be a friendship it could be like a work mentorship you're more into it than the other person is doesn't even have to be a romantic relationship i mean i think we've all been in those situations where it means more to you than it did to the other person well
0: and also in our in our case too of like we're we're not in prison we don't it's you even though like obviously they didn't have many moments those are meaningful moments in somebody who's incarcerated of
1: like it it makes an impact on them like like she says later little moments of freedom you know it's things like that but Uh i but yeah so anyway the scene let's start with that before we get into too much about what you know the reactions but Uh it starts out with rebecca basically being like we could sneak off and have Uh a little fun and she's being flirty and Uh bodey I cringed the minute Bodhi started stepping away like he backs up and I was like oh and at first he tries to brush it off like he's just nervous for what they're gonna do where they're gonna go who's gonna see them you know like this is his hometown and it's very Uh tense for him anyway and Uh and okay you know, that's all probably true, but also just tell her the truth, uh-huh. which he finally sort of does. It's badly handled, though. Like, uh-huh. he's just like, you're great. And she's like, oh, no. It never start off with you're great, but...
0: <laughs> it's like that it's it's not me it's you thing and that's just no
1: Uh -uh. it's terrible so she immediately knows that he's putting an end to things right and so Uh she's like so what you and cap's daughter that's an official thing and he's like no not until i get paroled and she's like oh great so you're dumping me for no one that's even better (laughs) like that's Great. Thanks. You'd rather just be with no one than be with me. Wonderful. Uh That's, that's cool. (laughs) I understood Rebecca in this episode, you Uh guys, I know a lot of people had a hard time, but I got it. It's, Uh that's gotta be like, it majorly dings your, your ego and your pride where somebody's Uh like, you know, I may not be with anybody right now, but I definitely don't want to be with you. (laughs) Uh Uh Ow. Okay. Great. Uh, And then they get sent off to the supply closet to start getting the sandbags. And it's Mm -hmm. Rebecca with Bodie and Gabriella. And poor Rebecca. Like, they totally ignore her. (laughs) Just, like, in their own cute little moment. And she's in the background lifting these sandbags. Mm
0: -hmm. Just watching as they're conversing as if she's not even there in the
1: room with them. It's so sad. It's funny. Mm -hmm. Just, like oh no uh-huh. um yeah <laughs> but that's when they're talking about they're catching up on each other's lives basically and how nervous Bodhi is to to go do the thing and uh-huh. yeah um the main part of that is that Rebecca has to witness it and she's like this is this is <sighs> phenomenal great yeah. thanks upside down smiley face emoji <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um yeah so basically everybody's off to the fair Um, and is the next thing we see after that Jake and Kara? Like, Mm -hmm. at the fair? Yeah, they're at their cute little game. (laughs) Their little game. So cute. Where he wins her, like, the
0: the llama. The stuffed plush llama. Also, it's not fair. Those toys look so much better than any fair I've ever (laughs) been to. So...
1: They're not definitely not actual fair toy prices because actual fair toy prices are cheap as hell. Yeah, this looks like a super cute llama plush that I was like obsessed with the whole episode. Uh Uh Just like I couldn't every time it was on screen, it was like I want it, Uh Uh (laughs) gimme! It's so cute. Uh Um. Anyway, they're adorable. Uh Um, (laughs) on their little date. Uh, and. Yeah, I think that's basically... We just introduced the fact that they're there uh-huh. on a date, right? Uh-huh. They don't have any yeah, girl conversation at that point. Our next part is just people taking photos with Vince because
0: he's the Grand Marshal of the fair, which I am jealous because I, like, I want a photo with Vince at being Grand Marshal. I do too. I do too. I think that would be a great photo. And it's, um, I crack up yeah. that he was putting like such an issue with it and he was enjoying
1: himself taking photos immensely he really was secretly he liked the attention Uh secretly Uh Uh (laughs) um yeah uh basically we're just introduced to what everybody's doing there and then we see the the crews that get there the three rock crew um and that they're putting out basically it seems like they're putting out sandbags and maintaining doing maintenance things kind Uh of is what it looks like to me Uh and Bodie and rebecca are paired up um and like, the guy's name is aaron that comes into the fair with his two sons mm-hmm. man this scene made me so mad <gasps> oh. oh. where that but also i don't think there's ever going to be a time where a character doesn't say bodie leone and i don't at least <laughs> <her> because <laughs> that's what this guy says he's like oh bodie mm-hmm. leone mm-hmm. and then he talks about how bodie apparently got a baseball scholarship over him mm-hmm. and how he knew it was the wrong decision then and uh Obviously that's still the wrong decision now. Mm-hmm. And then what he said, oh my God, I gotta remember the line he says where he's talking about um he says something about God. What is it? Crap. I tweeted it. Um uh-huh. but this line, it was the most infuriating line. So I gotta find it because we have to quote it.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, um, uh- you know it's it kind of this is kind of those little bits of like storylines of you know being in a small town that it just you know that's how it actually like you can tell like they're making it that small town feel because obviously mm-hmm. it's you know this high school rivalry is like coming back even 10 or 10 15 years later and it's just it's it's one of those things like Stories can be set in small towns, but a lot of, you know, when people write these stories, that some of those details can get forgotten, but this is kind mm-hmm. of still what makes it that feel
1: of that hometown, little small. Here it is. He field. says he says look at God showing me validation. Oh. Excuse you, sir. Hate it. Hate you think it. that's what God does? Uh-uh. That's not that's not a God moment. Uh-uh. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh that excuse me no uh-huh. and rebecca is pretty much like gonna step to this guy but i love her response she's like i don't think god does petty uh-huh. and like she's ready to go with this dude uh-huh. <laughs> but he has to be like wait wait no uh-huh. as much as i'd love to have it out you know this is not the time or the place and i have better things to do better, bigger uh-huh. things. Which basically
0: I can't blame Rebecca either. Cause what well, I mean, even though like Bodhi kind of like broke up with her, it's like she she's just she needs that excess energy to get it off somehow, and she you can tell she
1: very much well, would like to punch this dude, but well, right, and not only that, but she's also a convict. So like uh-huh. the judgments he's making on Bodhi, uh-huh. he's technically making on her as uh-huh. well. Uh-huh. So it's not just an attack against Bodhi, it's attack against everybody in the program. Uh-huh. Um, which i would be defensive of as well plus oh, yeah. even if her and bodhi aren't together anymore she still has affection for him like oh. obviously oh yeah. that doesn't she go away respects just, him
0: yeah it doesn't right. go away just because two hours earlier
1: he said we're done like nobody can right their emotions that so exactly so anybody insulting him she's gonna be like oh no mm-hmm. hell no no mm-hmm. especially because we know she has anger management issues based on you know why she's there in the first place mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um anyway <laughs> so we have that little scene and rebecca i love that rebecca just did not like that Bodie called her off like she rolled her eyes at him and she uh-huh. was like whatever like she she was like okay whatever um and i think isn't that the moment where they have like a little talk and she starts to walk away and he's like where are you going and she's like well let me tell you about my day hmm <laughs> uh-huh i love her she's like well you broke up with me also i had to witness you and gabriella and then that guy so like i just want to I, I, i'm leaving i'm gonna just walk away for a minute <laughs> mm-hmm. which i don't blame her i mm-hmm. you know she's having a crappy day rebecca is just not having a good time um and that's when oh wait okay and then we cut to then we see cara and jake mm-hmm. yes okay I'm remembering it and they're walking up like they're in line for a ride and they're talking um and it kind of comes up to high school where Uh they're sort of reminiscing she's like do you remember coming to this when we were younger I would come with Bodie and you would come with your flavor of the month and I I wrote that in my notes of like just like that perfect little comment of flavor
0: of the month I'm like yep that's that's the guy who wore tank tops and a beanie
1: (laughs) beanie correct yep That's him. That's that's the guy who dressed like a total douche. Yep. Yeah, that sounds right. Yep. Um, and then Jake has a moment to kind of like, sort of, very lightly explain himself, and you know that he doesn't really want to be that anymore. And mm-hmm. so I love Kara's comment where she's like, "Oh, Superman's evolved." Mm -hmm. and he's like oh i got a whole superman thing going on she's like yes you always had a superman thing going on but i love that she clarifies she's like in high school it was more like letterman Mm -hmm. (laughs) um i I just thought that scene was really cute i actually Mm -hmm. like them together a lot um i liked this conversation um also maybe
0: maybe at a halloween episode some point we can get jake
1: in a superman costume that would be so cute. I would love <laughs> that. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, Because there's been two Superman references. Mm-hmm. Like in the pilot, Eve says to him, you know, that Gabrielle is dating Superman.
0: I know. Um, like, come that on. keeps
1: coming up. Come on. Yeah. So maybe. It doesn't Possibly. need to be a good costume. Cool. It
0: can just be a
1: really hilarious Superman costume. You, you know I what like- I love? i'd love for him to go the clark kent route and then oh. have like the, the shirt open oh, with like yeah. the top of like the superman that'd be a good look for him with the glasses yeah i'd be down I would, i'd dig I would it. like that. yeah that'd be a good one um anyway so but they're in line for a ride and Uh-oh. like right before they get on the attendant stops them Is like a uh, next ride yep and then you see what the ride is, and I'm not going to lie to you. This is actually one of the. It's a version of a ride I loved at the mm-hmm. fair when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I liked the enclosed one. Though, yeah, that looks like I, the alien spaceship.
0: Yeah, that's I was. I call it yeah, like spaceship too, because that. I'm sorry, no open air. Mm-mm.
1: Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I don't want it to be open. I I liked the enclosed one. That mm-hmm. one was 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 better. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just like open, <laughs> mm-hmm. and in a, a circle. Um, yep. yeah, that. Hmm. That's 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 a no for me. No, where all you're <laughs> secured with is chains to the outside world. No, no. No. Mm-hmm. I don't want it. That's that's fine. It's like being in a giant mixer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Unless there's a bowl so. surrounding me. No. Mm-mm. No. 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 Yeah. Um, so this ride is going and something starts not sounding right. It's going mm-hmm. too fast. A lot of people notice. The ride attendant, who I think is named Chris, they show him like trying to. He's messing with the panel, like he's looking at it, and he's like. Also, they show the equipment, and you can see that the equipment is rusty in several parts. Oh yeah, no, it's not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not. It needs maintenance. (laughs) Like a lot of oils, lots of of maintenance. Yeah. Um. Yes, and so he's trying to figure out. Obviously, he looks concerned, and so Jake kind of takes charge and is like, "Hey, um." something's going on here. What you doing? Uh-huh. <laughs> and the guy can't get it to stop. And then like I predicted last episode, the base starts like rocking. Uh-huh. And so Jake and Kara are like, oh, we got to, we got to balance it. And then a bunch uh-huh. of other people come over and they're like trying to hold it down. Um. And then at the same time, Bodhi is sort of chasing after Rebecca because she's just like walking away. Uh-huh. And then the ride starts coming apart and Bodhi like saves Rebecca's life. He's like, whoa, whoa, look out and uh-huh. like shoves her to the ground oh my god it's like chaos and then the uh-huh. top of the ride comes off and then that's when we get the fire country logo uh-huh <laughs> yep yep that all happened before we got the logo isn't that crazy that was like the opening of the episode yeah Jeez, that's a lot <laughs> uh-huh. um so and then when we come back from that Bodhi and Rebecca are like basically getting civilians out of the way so uh-huh. like Bodhi has the folding chair which I used on our Twitter for like uh wrong captions only you know uh-huh. <laughs> he, in the photo it's really funny it looks like he's about to hit this woman with the chair <laughs> as opposed to what he's actually doing which is like blocking debris yeah which good reflexes Bodhi Jeez, uh-huh. that was like wow um, he's like shielding them from debris with the chair. And so they're getting people out of the way. Um, and gosh, there's just so much that happens with this, so i'm I'm losing track of uh-huh. the order. Um, yeah. so they start to get people out of the way. And I think the decision is made to start a triage. And then Vince comes across it, and he's like calling into a radio, basically announcing that they have an incident. Uh-huh. um. Which is what brings Sharon into it. Um, And also what brings the rest of the crew into it once the incident starts. So that's going to bring Gabriella to the scene. Uh Um, And then Three Rock's already there, but it gets them involved in the actual incident. Uh So now we have everybody involved. All the characters are involved now. Uh Um, And then... I think I think that I'm gonna start with Gabriella going funding into Sharon. Yeah. Um so Gabriella, triage is established in like a looks like a farmer's market tent. Yeah, like a food tent. Type I of think, thing. Yeah. yeah, like a food tent of some mm-hmm. kind. Um and so Gabriella goes there. I think she's taking civilians there um for triage. Yeah. And Sharon <laughs> Uh, basically orders her to like start helping and Gabriella at this point is like panicking she's like uh can I can I get go get more hands she's like why who like <laughs> I, I just need your hands right mm-hmm. and then Gabriella's like well Kara's here can I go get Kara and of course Sharon knows that she's a nurse and and uh-huh. you know it's kind of important so she's like fine but come right back okay <laughs> Um, so Gabriella goes to get Kara, who is still at the ride, like balancing it. And at that point, Three Rock has shown up to the ride. So they're helping to balance it, um, which is what allows Kara to leave. So Cara is like, I'm yours. I'm getting out of here. Like, I will help you with the triage. Um, and then they're also trying to figure out this will lead into the emergency stop thing. So Jake and Vince are basically like, there has to be an emergency stop. Like, you got to get to it. So the guy, Chris is like, I'll check the hatch. Uh-huh. And this is the part. I feel like it was easy to miss when it aired because there was so much going on uh-huh. because my, I was watching with my parents. And so the guy crawls down and, and they had this reaction. So the guy crawls down into the hatch where he starts to, and then the thing comes back down and there was some confusion in my household. And I think on Twitter in general about why they couldn't just lift the thing off of him. Okay guys. So let's explain. Upon rewatch, <laughs> it was a lot clearer. There are prongs on the uh-huh. underside of this hatch. Um, and when I rewatched, it was a lot more graphic than what I remembered when it was airing. Because the thing comes down on him. Uh-huh. And you can hear the squelch of those prongs going into oh. his chest. Like, there is a sound effect for it. Yeah. It's real gross. Yeah, and I mean... um, so you have chest trauma like that you don't want to just take and you don't want to just lift it off like no and so i don't i think though what was missed were the prongs on the gate uh because in my household my parents were like is it heavy why won't why can't they lift Uh it off of him and i missed it because i was live tweeting so i couldn't explain it Uh so i had to rewatch. to there were prongs and that's why they couldn't remove it so in case there was any confusion about What happened there? There were prongs on the underside of the hatch, and when it fell, the prongs stabbed the guy in the chest. Mm -hmm. So that is what was keeping him from bleeding out because they were in his chest, like plugging up the little holes that they had created. Mm -hmm. Um, So they couldn't just lift it off of him. And so he was stuck there while the ride is spinning out of control, this poor guy. Uh, That's what happened. So if you were wondering the whole episode, why is he stuck there? It doesn't make sense. It does. It was just, it was very maybe too subtle. They probably could have emphasized it a little bit more because if you weren't paying attention, you missed it. Mm-hmm. Um, you just completely missed it. <laughs> so, and I was one of those people who wasn't paying attention. So I speak from experience. <laughs> uh anyway, so they can't move him, but they need to get to the emergency stop. So at that point, Gabriella gets there with like the sawzall, whatever they call it on this show,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they cut into the gate pull it away so jake can crawl underneath and hit the emergency stop um so they do get the ride stopped and then they have to focus on getting the guy out and getting the civilians out of the rides gabriella uses that as her excuse to not go back to sharon as (sighs) sharon ordered her to Mm -hmm. yeah yeah gabriella sharon outranks vince so even oh. if Vince asked you to do something, you still have to go back to Sharon. <laughs> Sorry about that, but that's how it works. Um, she did not. She chose not to because she's terrified out of her mind at this point. And I get it. But also, oh boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's the situation now. And then also during all of this, the guy that came at Bodhi, uh, Aaron. Uh comes running up um and what's happened was there was a bounce house that didn't take any tickets that a piece of debris hit it and so it was like deflating deflating, and there were kids inside and so it was like trapping the kids and if you've ever been in one of those bounce houses they fold real real Uh flat And they surround you on all sides. So Uh that's a terrifying situation for a child to be in. Also very dangerous because suffocation is a Uh thing that can happen. So basically, Three Rock goes to the ride that's spinning out of control, whereas Manny and Eve and Jake and Rebecca are on the bounce house getting the kids out. At a certain point while they're getting the kids out, Aaron comes up and he's like, my kids are in there. And they find one kid, but not the other. And the guy is like, well, my other kid has to be in there. He has to be in there. And they're like, sir, he's oh. not here. Um, <laughs> And I love the part where he's like, they're like, are you sure he was here? And he's like, well, he asked me for 25 tickets. And they're like, the bounce house doesn't take tickets. And he's uh-huh. like, well, my son doesn't lie. And I'm like, well, he asked you for 25 tickets and he's not. In the bounce house. So those two things together implies Uh that in fact he did lie. (laughs) Some lying occurred. Yeah. Uh He asked for tickets he didn't need. So Uh come on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but that remains a mystery for a little while while they're working on the ride stuff. They're like looking for the kid, they don't really know where he is. They're assuming maybe he's in one of the other big rides. So Eve tells Jake to go check the other big rides manny walks up and is like you gave one of my guys an order sir calm um, down like and then he and like he, he uh, I, I was so mad at him in this
0: episode because it, <laughs> this is like a situation it's not like she just was choosing to like tell somebody to go do something just for shits and giggles like like
1: this is a situation where
0: they're needing to make sure nobody is like seriously injured like
1: well and a kid is missing so time is of the essence yeah (laughs) like you know i she's not doing it to replace you manny she's doing it because the situation called for it Mm -hmm. and eve is basically trying to explain that when he's getting mad Mm -hmm. because he's like are you shadowing me or are you taking over my job Mm mm-hmm (laughs) <laughs> and so he's like if you have suggestions send them to my inbox and she's like your email and he's like no the trash can and I was like I am gonna punch you in the freaking face excuse you mm-hmm. there was no reason for that mm-hmm. sir mm-hmm. And though, so then he sends Eve to the ladder to help people down like busy work mm-hmm. and I'm like you know Eve can do so much more than that, Manny. She's way more talented. Way too talented to be uh-huh. relegated to helping people down from a ladder. Uh-huh. Made me so mad. Um, And then Gabriella is like on a basically like on the hanging, hanging off the ladder from the truck getting civilians out of the top of the loop uh-huh. and bringing them down because they're evacuating people off. And the woman that she saves basically has a cardiac event and so eve tells her to take the woman to triage is like well can we get someone else to do it because it's medical and Eve's like no you're doing it mm-hmm. i'm giving an order you're doing it take her to triage um oh and we, i forgot to mention earlier because this was cute when kara first arrives at the triage tent when she walks in and she sees Sharon, she's like, do normal people keep meeting like this? Mm-hmm. And Sharon's like, normal people are boring. Nope. Love that. <laughs> I think this you. a really cute exchange. It is. and um, well, It's it's true. Normal people are boring. Why not be yeah. a little weird? Be a little but I loved Kara's like, do normal people keep meeting like this? Like tragedies and accidents? Yeah. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I just think it's funny. It's one of those jokes where like the show is aware of itself. And I like oh, a yeah. self-aware joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um anyway, Gabriella shows up with the woman in the wheelchair and she tells them that it's probably a cardiac event. This is where I get real big secondhand embarrassment because <laughs> Sharon wants Gabriella to help her with it. And Gabriella freezes up. Like she can't move. She's got the defibrillator mm-hmm. in her hand, but like there is nothing happening. She's mm-hmm. just frozen. Um, and so you know when that becomes painfully obvious to everyone,
0: uh-huh. Sharon
1: gets Kara to take the defibrillator from her so they can take care of it while Gabriella just sits there frozen in fear. <sighs> it was the whole time I'm I was cringing so hard when I was watching uh-huh. this. I was like, oh my god, this is like, I feel this. I feel this deep level of embarrassment. Yes, I uh-huh. do. I really do. Uh-huh. Um, oof. Yeah, so that happens, and then afterward, Sharon and Gabriella have a little talk. Which Sharon is the best. I know she's just she's so good because she's not too lenient on her, but she's also not too harsh. Yeah, it's it's like she starts
0: just, just enough of a push, like
1: yeah, just, yeah, because she starts out with like, "What's your name? Mm-hmm. Where are you? And who is the highest ranking officer?" Like. <laughs> oh you in trouble Mm
0: -hmm. plus i like i i think i usually at least mentioning stuff like that it's a good grounding technique too Mm -hmm. of like focusing on specific details like that kind of calms your brain gets you in line gets you focused
1: but also is sharon's way of saying you do what i tell you oh yeah thank you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um (laughs) so but then they sit down and and gabriella sort of starts to explain herself and the story she tells about the diver. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a, a a friend, Katie, who she knows a lot about diving. Like that's uh-huh. one of her things. And when that story started, um, when she got to watch it, she was texting me and she was like, that story is so real um, because divers, I don't know if you've ever, if any of you out there have ever watched Olympic diving, these platforms are super high Mm -hmm. and they do these tricky jumps off of the platforms Mm -hmm. and lots of times they're facing the wall (laughs) like they're not facing the pool Uh and there are some where they're facing front like the pool but like if you've ever watched the slow-mo of the way they have to twist and turn and jump their heads are like inches from these boards Uh i mean it's terrifying uh-huh. Um And so Gabriella basically tells a story about how she saw a woman, a really good diver, hit her head on the board on the way oh. down. Uh, and even though she didn't do it herself, that implanted that like doubt in her head and uh-huh. that fear. And so she, in her mind, that's what led to the end of her diving career because she was so afraid and paranoid of doing that uh-huh. herself that she stopped giving it her all that fearlessness that and confidence that you need in order to compete at that level was no longer there. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's telling this to Sharon and then she applies that same logic to losing that patient and how now mm-hmm. that fear has impacted her confidence as well. <laughs> and Sharon is basically like, okay, I get that. But the logic you're applying to that Is not correct and we're Uh gonna we're gonna work you through it um you know and i love how she says she doesn't like invalidate anything gabriella says but she Uh does say like your logic is flawed and we're gonna get into why Uh um you know and i i just love the way she handled it where she basically tells her you are here to do what i tell you or what another officer tells you and you are here to serve. You're here to serve CAL FIRE. You're here to serve the people. Uh-huh. That's the only thing you need to keep in the forefront of your mind is how best to serve these people. Uh-huh. That's it. If you keep it at that basic level, that's going to help you with that confidence and that fear and fighting all of that doubt. Uh-huh. Um, and I just love the way that she broke it down. She broke it down to where it was very simple. It was like basic tasks, something that's easy to like keep in your head when you're panicking, uh-huh. you know? wasn't like this big deep complicated explanation Uh even though if you look at it at the philosophy behind what she's doing it is very deep um but the way she broke it down was perfect Uh i think i think that was a great way to like Uh get gabriella centered and remind her of the context of what she's doing and it takes some of the pressure off as well to remind her like hey there are other people above you there are lots of people involved with saving any one life Uh and you are here to fulfill one portion of that life-saving role Uh and i just i really loved that scene Uh Thought it was great i think diane diane bar is so good i know i love her they could give her like instructions off the back of a cake box to read i know and she would do it convincingly
0: i know and i mean i still love to be like
1: award-worthy
0: i know and I loved in Sorry, that scene ahead. too of, you know, it's, it's a hard thing with panic attacks because it feels like still very personal of like it, it has to be years and years alone to handle it. But I think it was good and an important grounding moment for Sharon to tell Gabriella too of like, it's not just you having like these panic panic attacks. It's because you're a part of a team, it's not just affecting you. It's going to affect everybody. And if everybody can't do their job correctly, people are going to get hurt. And I mean, it's not like it. it's just, I think it's, it's just, knowing that it wasn't just going to be on Gabriella and I mean it's it's one of those hard moments because it's not like she was doing it to make her even more fearful but it's just knowing you weren't alone in this and that it's important that you get it under control because it's not just you it's the entire team working together and if yeah. you can't do it then we're all going to be in trouble
1: yeah it was like um that scene that moment was like a multitude of things uh-huh. I mean it's impressive the amount of elements that were in that scene between Uh the two of them because it's sharon being her boss Uh but also being a mentor but also being a friend Uh and it's all (laughs) wrapped up in this same scene so there's moments where she is harsh and Uh like brutally honest with her There's moments where she softens it, and there's Mm -hmm. moments where she takes the pressure off of Gabriella. Then Mm -hmm. there's moments where she puts the pressure on. It's so complicated and layered, and it all works. I know, and it's Um, it's, there's such a weight to it that, in what which was not a long conversation,
0: held so much in it. Which that the complexity of being able to do that, it's tough. And I mean, we're talking. This is a season one show with 14 this is the 14th episode in yeah and they're able to have that kind of gravitas in Mm -hmm. in the scene talking not just like about you know like if we're talking about any other like kind of criminal like show of like this could be like the most weighty thing of like you know a a gun standoff whatever this is talking about a panic attack and having that gravitas of that and that weight to this conversation is honestly like really impressive of like it takes some shows years to get to even like talking about that Of a more like actionable thing, so to be able to talk about this to the level that they're able to about panic attacks is just it like Mm -hmm. gives me shivers thinking about it because it's like that's some damn good work right there.
1: It was very um, intimately poignant Mm -hmm. because it was a conversation that happened in a room full of other people, but you Mm -hmm. don't remember that when you're watching the Mm -mm. scene. It's just Sharon and Gabriella Mm -hmm. and. It is, um, yeah, poignant. It's very Uh important, not only to the episode, but to these two characters, Uh Um, which is just impressive. I've said so many times, this show puts character growth at its heart, and it Uh uses that to base every other decision plot-wise, which is the way to go. I've Uh said that before, and I'm going to keep saying it, because this is what every show should do. I... (laughs) I just can't get over it because they make it seem so easy. And I've watched so many shows that do it. So it's obviously not easy. Um, And when you factor in also that this show has a writer's room, a rotation of writers, it's not just one writer and it remains consistent. Uh So that means the people who are making the decisions about what stories they pursue, who writes what script, they all have the same goal, the same Uh concept. They're all on the same page. And that is remarkable. Uh-huh. I like it's a uh, like, oh man, because I just talked to some people about PD and we talked about how unbalanced it was for every character. This show is the antithesis of that. It is the opposite. It is balanced for every character. You get a little bit of everybody, everybody gets a little growth, everybody gets an important emotional moment. Uh-huh. It's so brilliantly written. And this scene is a prime example of why, of how um there's a reason this show is such a success in season one and it seems like this Uh um it's so good it was so good uh and that doesn't fix it which i loved even more Uh this heart to heart does not fix the problem Uh which normally if 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 this were chicago fire this heart to heart would have fixed the problem it would have been totally magically resolved right then in that moment it is not (laughs) it's not at all um so, because it comes back. So, yeah, I, I I just, I loved it. It was a brilliant scene. But then from there, we go back to, I want to say the ride, uh-huh. um, but I could be wrong. Or is it Bodie and Rebecca? Um... No, I think it's the, it's Bodie and Rebecca. It's Bodie and Rebecca. That's what it is. So he finally finds Rebecca and she's basically had a drink or several, uh-huh. <laughs> Um. And he's like, oh, you're, you want to ruin this over, over one drink. Uh-huh. And she's like, listen, it's little moments of freedom, a cigarette, a beer, whatever it is. It's little moments of freedom, which explains why she was so, cause her and her and Bodhi, that's what that was too, for her. It was like uh-huh. a little moment of normalcy and freedom, uh-huh. you know? Um, Yeah. And so i really felt for rebecca in this episode i know a lot of people didn't but i did uh-huh. um and so bodhi i love this though that bodhi takes a moment he's like okay i hurt you i see that now <laughs> like no shit dude uh-huh. <laughs> like, you bungled the whole breakup real bad my man uh-huh. i love you but that was terrible <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and then you just moved on from it afterward like it was nothing uh-huh. um no don't do that. <laughs> anyway." Um, But yeah, so they have this moment where he's like, You know, I hurt you, but don't ruin all of this over me. Like, if anybody found out that you did this, you'd be gone. All of your progress would be ruined. And he's, and she's like, Well, are you going to squeal on me? Like, are you going to tell Cap? And he's like, No, because you never, we've been together this whole time and you never had a drink. (laughs) He's like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to cover for you. We're going to fix this. And he's like, You're going to stick with me. And it's all going to be okay. Nobody's going to know this ever happened. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, I love Mm -hmm. Bodie. I know I just picked on him, but I love him. Because you love
0: him, you can pick on him. Um, And I think it's it's one of those moments where I still, I really feel for Rebecca too. Because you can tell, it's not like she's ever had many people... Who can she, who she can rely on like this of like it's not i feel like in her past which we still haven't i mean we've gotten little snippets but it's just that it, it feels like i'm guessing in most instances people abused her
1: and then they left her and it's just it that- well yeah you're right i mean even what we know what we do uh-huh. know of her which isn't much which is the uh-huh. lawyer background uh-huh. if you think about it everything that we we see about law school and lawyers in the media is that that industry is very cutthroat very uh-huh. competitive So I am certain that in coming up within that, you know, environment, there wasn't a whole lot of support amongst her peers. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: It's, I mean, Um, all of it, it's just been so transactional, I feel like in her life. And so to to just do something for somebody, because you care for them, even if you're not like seeing them anymore, it probably feels just very foreign to her.
1: mm -hmm. So, and then also at the sort of around the same time we're back at the ride and they're getting chris free (laughs) poor guy um he wants them to just take the thing out of his chest and they're like you don't actually Mm -hmm. want us to do that you you don't we need to keep it in you until we get you to the hospital Mm -hmm. then the doctors can take it out um and so they have to cut it so that there's enough like so that the part that's attached to him stays and Mm -hmm. they can get him out uh and so also eve and three rock are evacuating the ride so we see chris on the stretcher they're getting ready to lead him away and eve has just gotten the last person down from the ride and her and manny are like wait there were supposed to be 30 and we only evacuated 29 yep and then that gets over to jake and vince and then they ask chris how many people were on that ride and he's like well 30 and they're like okay and then they find the chain and they put it all together they're like (laughs) somebody got ejected from this ride and so they asked him they asked chris was this chain broken before the ride started and he was like no which basically means he there were 30 people on there for sure because every every area was functional if Uh that had been broken before the ride started he wouldn't have put anybody there Uh right it would have been marked as like out of order or whatever Uh um for that one seat, I don't know if it's the seat, really space. yeah, um. And so if the chain broke after, that means somebody was thrown from the rod. Uh-huh. ok. Now, before we get into this next part, this is where this episode got a little ridiculous for me, <laughs> <laughs> where we ventured into like nine one one level. Like 911 yeah. one Star, 911, like we ventured into 911 heights a little bit here. And yeah. I, that show is not my kind of show because their calls are all super ridiculous. I know. This got a little, you had to suspend a little more disbelief than normal for what yeah. happens next.
0: Yeah. Um, it's like it had to be the perfect circumstances happening yeah. one after the other. And it's like, okay a little little
1: much but we'll go with it we'll go with it it's okay um so anyway they determined that someone got ejected for the ride well around that same time we have Aaron and Bodie and Rebecca all sort of putting that together with them searching for the kid and they're like hey that ride took 25 tickets and the and Aaron's like you think my son was on that ride he's too little for that ride and they're like he's 25 tickets and we can't find him and they can't find somebody so uh-huh. it all kind of fits so then it becomes even more urgent to find this kid because they think he got thrown somewhere and they don't know what condition he's in uh-huh. so they all sort of spread out to find the kid um, and Bodie and Rebecca see a tent full of stuffed animals and they're like oh he was thrown that way he landed on the stuffed animals. Oh, okay. how convenient. <laughs> yeah. A little too convenient. He landed for on me, the stuffed but... animals. That's that's perfect. Yeah. Also, how were there enough stuffed animals? And also, if they were truly fair quality stuffed animals, that would not have done much. <laughs> oh, they're all terrible. Uh, yeah. But basically they determined that that saved his life, but when they find the tent, he's not there. Mhm. So, okay, first of all, he just happens to land on stuffed animals. Second of all, he's well enough to get up and run or walk away. Yeah, also
0: with his glasses, which shattered on the ground of like, so he has has some trouble seeing. He's been thrown from a ride, has no really bad broken bones and can walk away.
1: But also manages to keep his inhaler with him yeah (laughs) like there are too many things that have to go exactly right too many things Um, so they yeah so anyway they're still looking for him because he wasn't where he apparently landed Mm -hmm. um and while they're walking around it's jake and vince and they're talking about like vince is like hey you know this reminds me of that time that Bodie skipped school and went to great america park And Jake was like, yeah, he was so scared that you were going to be mad at him that he stayed at my place until you cooled off. And then Vince is like, oh, Mm -hmm. wait a minute. A kid in trouble will always hide. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, by the way, that little story that Jake told reminded me of a Boy Meets World episode. Did you watch Boy Meets World? Yeah, I did. I did. Do you remember the episode The Fugitive where Sean puts a cherry bomb in the mailbox and it explodes and then he hides under Corey's bed for like a week?
0: Yeah, don't remember that specifically. But I mean, if it, it makes sense with knowing the show. The it's like a
1: famous Boy Meets World episode because it yeah. was like the first real Sean episode. Mm-hmm. But it like they told that story and I was like, I wonder if somebody in the writer's room was like a Boy Meets World fan. Oh, probably. <laughs> that makes me think that it also kind of gives me their dynamic a little bit because I'm thinking like Bodie was the Sean. He was the Sean Hunter. Mm-hmm. And Jake was the Corey, except just a little more popular with girls. Mm-hmm. so that's like immediately that fills in a little more of their dynamic for me and just that one little little scene Mm -hmm. um anyway vince gets on the radio and is like hey we think he's hiding somewhere look for spots a kid would hide um and so bodie looks up and he sees the creepy castle fun house and he's like that's a good spot to hide uh-huh. So him and Rebecca go in there, and they find the kid on his side, like he can't breathe, and Weezing the inhaler up. is. Yep, he's uh-huh. sitting like right. His inhaler is sitting like right in front of him. Um, and so they come around to check on him, and Bodie looks at him, and he's like, "I think he's having an asthma attack. He can't breathe." Uh-huh. Um, and so he tells Rebecca to go find somebody with a med bag, and she just happens to run into gabriella mm-hmm. who is still like writing this panic attack from yeah. earlier like she's still not all present oh yeah which also i wanted to give a
0: little shout out to the director for the views we got of rebecca's or not rebecca for from gabriella's panic attacks of the camera work of it getting fuzzy like fuzzy around the eyes and like zeroing in the slight like, glow yeah oh like that i mean it's one thing to just kind of do some like shaky camera like it i I do appreciate the stylistic choice because it really does get you in the mindset of how somebody's feeling
1: when having a it has you in that like tunnel vision Mm -hmm. place Mm -hmm. um yeah it was very effective you're right Mm -hmm. um but to gabriella's credit when rebecca finds her she Mm -hmm. doesn't hesitate she goes Mm -hmm. um which was a great i mean that's you know indicative of who she is she uh-huh. may be scared out of her mind but like uh-huh. she's gonna go she's gonna try um so she goes to help now <laughs> this part is where rebecca doesn't show it but i still feel bad for rebecca because <laughs> when they have to make the radio call for help Bodie is like gabriella and i found jamie yeah you're working really hard to ignore rebecca's existence right now my dude (laughs) yeah which made me laugh it's it's like poor rebecca she's just like insignificant to the extreme right now (laughs)
0: yeah it's it's gabriella Um, and bodie's world and we're all just living in
1: it intention it was unintentionally funny to me i know like, I'm sure the people in the show didn't even think about it. But, like, <sighs> for me, I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. um, Now, I do have to mention for this next part, our, our friend Helene, I'm sure it'll be in her email. She sent us an email. But um, she has thoughts about this CPR scene. <laughs> um, <clears throat> The CPR magically fixed the asthma. Yeah, I mean, yeah, part but of that is, say,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. We we point this out out of love, okay? We we love the show, and the episode was going great uh, until we got into this rescue of this little boy, and this is just a little a little hairy. Um, yeah. <laughs> the the CPR magically fixed the asthma, and that's that that wouldn't um... that wouldn't work. No, because I
0: have <laughs> asthma and that definitely. I mean, obviously, if you stop breathing, CPR will help, but I, it it's not going to solve the issue. Like, compressions would right. just need It'll- to continue until the EMTs get there with the <laughs> nebulizer and albuterol. So. Exactly.
1: Exactly. This guy, this boy, when she finished CPR, he took a deep breath and then sat up. Like, she sat him up. Like, that's... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine fine. tv TV magic tv magic this suspending disbelief we're already suspending disbelief at this point anyway to believe that this boy was ejected from the ride to land on stuffed animals able to get up without being able to see with his inhaler to end up in the funhouse, to be found by them to be able to
0: with no neck trauma from whiplash being thrown from a ride going 60 miles an hour okay Despite the fact
1: that the woman they pulled off the ride earlier had a heart attack. Yeah. And she didn't get thrown off the ride. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love this show. I do. But like this was a stretch. and know. Like a, like a super stretch limo rock and roller coaster ride car stretch. <laughs> <laughs> to get my Disney World reference in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> anyway so the boy turns out to be okay right but in the midst of this I do have to point out a Gabriella Bodie exchange that I thought was really sweet where she's like doubting herself
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and you know she doesn't think that she can do it or that she's not me really. and he's like no you are you saved me you can save him and I was like mm-hmm. Bodie and there was also a moment earlier where he was talking to Aaron as Aaron was like freaking out about his kid and Bodie says let my family save your family. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna cry because Cal Fire is his family now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he went from like being all alone in prison, feeling like his life was going nowhere, to being at home in his hometown surrounded by his family. I'm just like, it's, mm-hmm. we're only on episode 15 of season one, and I'm already in my big feelings about this (laughs) gosh dang it this show um yeah so those were some lines in there that we that i wanted to point out before i forgot (laughs) um let me get back to our yeah so they get the people that they've needed to help are now on their way to the hospital and while they're loading jamie into the ambulance aaron looks at bodie and basically apologizes for how he talked to him mm-hmm. um which was great they didn't have to do that necessarily but i'm glad that they chose to like have that mm-hmm. moment where aaron acknowledges like hey i didn't know what i was talking about earlier mm-hmm. that was a bad move um i love that and i feel like
0: i actually really liked get- what um Aaron said to Bodhi too of you know Bodhi saying you know you should have gotten the scholarship and all that and Aaron saying you know getting knocked down taught me how to get back up and it's just like you know what very true and I feel like that also is just like a good like overarching Mm -hmm. message like same thing like of what Bodhi's life is currently like at this moment
1: yep oh also something we need to acknowledge Sharon even over the radio being like a good mentor boss, because over the radio to Gabriela, she mm-hmm. was like, be of service, mm-hmm. reminding her of their conversation. Um, yeah, so I, I that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. And the thing you were talking about with Aaron, mm-hmm. he says the getting knocked down, it taught me how to get back up. Mm-hmm. Aaron says that to Bodhi. Mm hmm. And Bodhi's like, huh, that's good advice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you think? Um, but I also loved when Sharon and Gabriella touch base again about all of it after,
0: mm-hmm. where they're
1: talking about what happened and her saving the kid. And she apologizes to Sharon, um, you know, for freezing up. And she's like, if you needed to apologize for anything, it was disobeying a direct order. But mm-hmm. <laughs> so apologize, we move on. Uh which i loved that she was like now we move on Uh um then we get to finally resolution for manny and eve because this plot was seriously making me angry Uh um so they they talk um and so he finally gets to like she made me mad that she even had to defend herself in the Uh first place but whatever she finally gets the the chance to be like I'm not reporting back to Sacramento about you. I'm Uh simply looking out for how to help you get funding. Like Uh that's literally the extent of what I was doing. Um, And then they have, they go on to have this talk, which is after I watched this, that's when I texted you and I was like, you were so right. Uh Cause you were. Um, Uh Where they have this talk where she's like, you know, that day referencing the episode where they were at the firehouse and it was Charlie's Uh last day you said you see me and he was like i do i do see you and i loved even though i was so mad at him this whole episode this scene is when i i let it go because of what he said i I I got the quote here as we know manny even
0: when we hate him he knows how to do the inspirational speeches Quote whatever even if we hate him he knows how to they're just he they're within his soul and he's just able to pull them out when needed and it's just so good
1: yeah and i don't i don't hate him i was just mad at him yeah like understandably you're really making me angry this episode my man um but Mm -hmm. he says i know jake gets a lot of the glory but you you're quietly taking care of business and i yes manny you have summed up eve perfectly and
0: if you know like it's that line just resonated so much with me because I personally I I don't always I wouldn't say I always like identify with you but like in this aspect I really identified with her and like it I felt that in my soul even of like because that's what I do it's like I've never wanted necessarily be like showbody like Jake ever in my life and so for somebody to acknowledge like that it's it's Okay, to t- like you can take charge, take care, like do what you want, but that you choose to do things quietly for not for praise, for not anything. You choose to do it that way to get shit done. And it's just like that it, yep. to hear, to hear like a superior person say that to you, it, like that's like the best thing to hear in the world, honestly.
1: Yeah. And not only that, but it's basically like you're good at what you do, I've noticed. You uh-huh. know, Jake gets a lot of like the show, like you said, the show Bodie uh-huh. credit, you know, like uh-huh. he, he gets a lot of people who are like, he's good at his job. Yeah. This is Superman. Uh-huh. He's great. You know, and nobody really does that with Eve because uh-huh. Eve doesn't put herself out there like that. Uh-huh. She just wants to do her job, do uh-huh. it well and contribute to her community. Uh-huh. That's it. And so for Manny to be like, you're, you're, you're not out there crowing about it, but I see you, I see what uh-huh. you do is just yeah that was a great scene and where she finally explains to him like why she wants to do it she's like I love my job and helping people do my job and experience my job that normally would not have had a chance to do it was an exhilaration I I didn't expect Mm -hmm. and I love that I love that they've had her stumble across something that excites her um, without it being like an intentional career path mm-hmm. it's like she just found it and now that she found it she's gonna lean into it mm-hmm. and I love it I think this is the right choice for her I think it's what I mean you've been talking about it for several episodes now mm-hmm. I mean you like wanted it to happen while mm-hmm. before it ever came up on the show Um, I, I think this is a brilliant choice for her I mm-hmm. think because she is so good that she treats everybody no matter their background equally um and with the exact same amount of care and respect mm-hmm. i mean this is the perfect place for her plus she loves her job so much she loves introducing it to new people like she mm-hmm. loves seeing people discover it and what's good about it and like it's mm-hmm. she's going to be so good at it going to be so mm-hmm. good at it and i can't wait to see more of this going yeah. forward and
0: like just that little like side the quick side hug
1: from manny and eve it was just it was just like yeah. okay manny you're back in the good but i love now. that he yeah i love that he praised her but then also was like i'm not gonna lie to you though this job is not easy uh-huh. you know like i like that he he gave her a dose of reality along uh-huh. with the belief in her uh-huh. um you know because it's always good to be prepared like you Uh always want to like emotionally prepare yourself for what's coming Uh um which (laughs) we know that there's a death coming so but we don't know who so we can't emotionally prepare but you know it's a good thing the characters can i guess yeah i'm so stressed i'm low-key stressed like every Mm -hmm. time we get a new episode description i'm like oh god (laughs) here it comes um yeah (laughs) Anyway, then we get back to Jake and Cara, and he find he found the llama he gives her back a plush llama, which was I, again seriously, I want one. I want to know what kind of llama it was because I would like to buy one. <laughs> I know it's not a fair plush, okay? no let's just be real. It's not. so I've got to be able to buy it for myself somewhere um anyway, <laughs> they have a, a cute little talk where he basically and I love. He tells her that he has baggage. And the look on her face when he says that was really funny. She was like, where is this going? <laughs> like, okay, right? But where is this headed? Where, where, what's the end game with this conversation? <laughs> like, there's a moment of hesitance and weariness on her face that I think is really funny. Sabina, she's really good. She's uh-huh. really, really good. Um, <laughs> so they, but they do, they have this little talk where she basically tells him, she's like, you know, I'm having fun getting to know you—not you from high school, not Bodhi's best friend, but you—and mm-hmm. it's really sweet. And they have this kiss, and it was a good kiss. Mm-hmm. It was a very good kiss. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I'm I'm shipping this. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't so into Jake and Gabriella, but mm-hmm. I love the way he's gone about things with Kara and sort of how nervous and unsure of himself he is. Mm-hmm. Um. It's just, I'm really it's adding... enjoying it. I think they also have really great chemistry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And I feel like it's just adding a nice depth to Jake. Because once again, so much of what we had gotten from Jake is very surface level. And so this is, it's that vulnerability. It's, it make this is, this makes me like Jake. It makes me seem that there's more to him than this very confident, cocky guy.
1: Yes. Yes, that is so right. The fact that he's even nervous about his past at all with Kara is telling to me. Uh-huh. Um, you know that he's worried about how she'll view him now and how she viewed him then. Uh-huh. Um, I love it. I think I, I'm I'm enjoying this plot for sure. But then he gets a phone call. <laughs> But I also love the way he handles this where he's like, this is important. He goes, wait, not that this isn't important, but mm-hmm. this is like important. Yeah. <laughs> she just laughs at him. She's like, okay, I get it. Go ahead. It's fine.
0: <laughs> it's once again, it's like adding a depth to Jake Because like, when does he kind of get all stuttery like and get like all like messed up like that? Oh, and just, flustered. Like, flustered. Yeah. Fl- thank you. Flustered. I couldn't find the exact word. Yeah. But it's just it's like Jake <laughs> always tries to be this like perfect kind of cool dude. And it's just I love getting to see this side of him
1: yeah it's cute Uh um so then we get back to Bodhi and Rebecca which I loved this scene I thought Uh this was a great scene and I really hope that this is the friendship place that these two come to and stay Uh within this like space that they have this platonic friendship Uh space I loved it I love the vibe Um, because they really do understand each other in a way that not many other people in their lives can you know they've Uh been through three rock con camp they've been to jail they've made mistakes they're trying to recover from them it's a unique journey Uh Um, and so I I liked this scene where she basically explains like "I, I don't she says I don't make friends easy which I tweeted and was like me too like you are Uh me i don't make friends easy either and she talks about how basically lonely this whole experience is and how Uh her one like strong connection is basically bodie and she was afraid that once that you know connection they have was cut that then she wouldn't have anybody and so Uh that added to her being upset and hurt um which totally makes sense from a character standpoint, from an emotional standpoint, from the situation that they're in it, it fits with her behavior to a T it's just perfect. Um, and the way Fiona performed, it was brilliant. Uh-huh. Um, I, I just really enjoyed that scene. And I love Bodhi's reaction to where he, he understands that. Uh-huh. Um, and so they kind of come to this place where they've decided to be friends. Um, And I'm really excited to see more of that. I I like them as a friendship duo. Mm -hmm. I think it's really interesting. Um, And I'm hoping that we'll get back to her helping Freddy. Mm -hmm. So I kind of want to see a a tree form Mm -hmm. of like Bodie, Rebecca, Freddie. I think that would be fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we get back to Sharon and Vince which is really oh. cute um but there's also a line in this scene this scene is mostly cute flirty banter but then sharon <laughs> diane far is just coming for our hearts every episode okay she throws in this line that's like when i do go i am gonna miss you forever like no nope. got <laughs> it excuse you <laughs> we do not put that out into the universe uh-uh sharon Mm -mm. Mm oh no oh my god and then it just made not to sidetrack us but it made me think of hakami (laughs) and i'm just like immediately emotionally in a ball on the floor (laughs) Mm -mm. what are you talking
0: about he like hawkins just went over to the next town i i don't know what it's, you're talking about that's true
1: he just transferred to a different uh-huh. area a different uh-huh. district that's all he's nope. still alive nobody can convince <laughs> me otherwise i don't know what you're talking about Uh-oh. the trauma is real like i'm crying i'm crying right now thank you thank you diane Farr as sharon leone for <sighs> this line that's going to destroy me for the rest of my life uh-huh. um yeah so it's a very cute sweet moment but then she throws that out there and i'm like are you kidding we're we're not we're not talking about this right and now. Just, like,
0: just have a sharon have a cute like fair moment with your husband like and i get it yeah, understandably just leave it there. You, understandably like th- those are thoughts going through your head when you're having a health crisis like that it's understandable but just like just also bask in the cute moment with your husband with the panda stuffed panda also, I just so still very much enjoyed Vince's like sassiness of like, yeah, I so taking all these photos, I got a handful of numbers in my jacket, like, and all that. And <laughs> it's just, I love the, I love the just commentary like that with, because you know, you're in love with your spouse when you can joke with them like that. And honestly, I don't think it was a mm-hmm. joke though, because I wouldn't be surprised that he would have a handful
1: of numbers in his jacket from that. He's a very handsome man. Mm-hmm. We've established this. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, there's something to be said for grumpy guys. They're just really, for some reason, sort of appealing. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So then, though, in this cute little moment, Jake runs up and we find out it's happening. Mm -hmm. They're going to let him give her his kidney. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's the life-changing news. Not as scary Mm -hmm. as it sounded in the synopsis. Yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: yes oh my gosh Which such a good ending for this it episode. was and
0: I mean the group hug was adorable I just saw, was was it a little sad like I kind of wish Bodhi could have been there because I feel like he would have just yeah. been like really really happy but I get it because like they already moved the inmates back to the camps whatever but it was just like it was just would have been really sweet to have Bodhi be a part of it and I get yeah. I get it though I get it it's
1: fine but it was really sweet like that was, was the one time i didn't mind like jake being there very true and not for a family moment you know like that yeah i do <laughs> normally get it. with that i'm a little like eh, he's not bodie but yeah. this one i was like okay this is really cute it was really sweet mm-hmm. it was um yeah so that was a fair to remember um <laughs> yeah there they it was overall a very good episode emotional journey wise character mm-hmm. growth wise the technicalities of it at one point got a yeah. little hairy yeah. um I would but say, you know when you're watching
0: yeah go ahead i i think what i i think what just moved this episode forward was i think the important conversation about gabriella's panic attacks that's where i feel like a lot it's It's not that it was, like, the main focus, but it was, like, the one thing underneath there that we knew Gabriella needed to deal with at some point. And I'm glad that it was, like, a major focus, but at the same time, yes and no. Like, you know what I mean?
1: I, yeah, my only thing about that is I'm afraid that this is going to be the one and only time we ever touch on it. Mm, Fair. And. Yeah, I hope it isn't. That would be a disservice to this episode if they never touch Mm -hmm. on it again. Um. Hopefully, it's like it doesn't have to be in any big ways either. Hopefully, you know it could be like a small thing. She freezes up a little bit, maybe one moment or something. You know, I just circle back to it. Yeah, like even it doesn't like
0: it doesn't need to even be anything big. Of like, you know, it's maybe I've just like started seeing somebody briefly on the side of like just and they're helping me with some coping mechanisms to help center myself. Like it, like you said, it doesn't need to be anything big, but importantly it's not like it's just as a one and done kind of scenario and it would exactly be quite a disservice to make it
1: feel like it's now
0: been solved completely
1: right that one little instance of cpr saving the person's life is not going to be the end of her her anxiety (laughs) so i at in real life it wouldn't be anyway and Mm. so i just hope that they follow up on that Uh You know, maybe not in the next episode, but at some point before the season ends, I hope we get like a little bit of follow up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed the episode. Um, mm-hmm. I there were a lot of really good things happening in this episode, performance wise, mm-hmm. um, emotionally poignant scenes all over the place in this mm-hmm. episode, lots of great relationship development. Um, you know, we got career development too, mm-hmm. so like. We got like a little bit of everything in this episode, mm-hmm. which was truly wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't really be too mad at them about no. the CPR magically fixing the asthma attack thing, even though that's a there's a little a, a lot of this was just a little very too convenient, you know. Yeah, so I, uh, yeah.
0: Because I'm sorry, be like mad. as somebody with an inhaler, if I know it's getting low, like the parent wouldn't let them go out of the house without a new inhaler. So once again, I I digress. I digress.
1: <laughs> we're we're letting all of that go we're, we're it's we're we're not going to get caught up on that and ignore no. all the other good stuff but yeah. there were some things that were just sort of like head tilt really? yeah yeah <laughs> like that okay that those were some choices that were made uh-huh. but we're fine with it overall uh-huh. <laughs> so we do have some listener emails uh-huh. we have Oh i know the same four people from last time we have two hopefully two new regulars knock on wood um so let's start with megan megan sends us always sends us her thoughts immediately after the episode so like i know i'll check the inbox after the episode i'll have an email from megan it's really funny (laughs) um okay so she says it's official i now ship jake and cara their moments in this episode were so cute and i love that Kara sees jake for who he really is and not the person he was before they were the highlight of the episode for me and she goes yes i did say that <laughs> oh. um let's see she says while i'm on the topic of ships the bodiella and rebecca of it all was very messy and i was here for every second of it <laughs> me too megan oh. um uh, I loved how Bodie reassured Gabriella that she could do CPR and save the little kid, but I do love the friendship between Bodie and Rebecca, too. Um, let's see. She says, Eve working at Three Rock in a potential leadership position will be so much fun to watch. Her conversation with Manny in the end was so impactful because he's probably one of the only people that's seen her for the firefighter she is and the leader that she could be, whereas everyone else probably sees that for Jake.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes
1: that is accurate plus seeing her with bodie and freddie will be comedy gold i can already see the vision and i love it so mm-hmm. much me too i kind of even though next week or not next week the next episode eve's gonna be like under a tree i'm I'm, I'm looking forward to it just to oh. see her with three rock mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um let's see i'm glad that we got some further backstory as why gabriella choked at the olympics yes that story with the diver mm-hmm. very important mm-hmm. to that why she came in so low yes Um, I wanted to give her a hug throughout the entire episode, but I also understood where Sharon was coming from, too. And I love that Sharon was supportive of her in spite of her mistake. We need more chiefs like Sharon. Amen! You are 100% correct. All right, and then we have Allie. She says... Sharon and Vince are once again the absolute cutest. I love how even while her health is in jeopardy that she's still worried about Vince. She really has such a big heart for the people she cares about and I love getting to see it more each episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. It's so true. Sharon and Vince are the best. Um, I enjoyed seeing some of the insecurity and self-doubt from Gabriella this episode and seeing how that affects her on the job. Definitely humanizes her a bit more and plays into some of that working on herself that was talked about with her and Bodie. You know what? that is a good point to bring up because gabriella has seemed pretty perfect so far so the whole Mm -hmm. like working on herself line if you don't have any insecurities or fears or things that she needs to work on that may seem a bit disingenuous um and i like that you pointed that out Allie, because you are correct it does add to that working on herself promise Mm -hmm. um the little Bodiella crumbs we got in this episode were the perfect little bits of reminding us where they're at without having to be focused, the entire focus of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was really good. It's very subtly weaved in there to like, keep it going, you know, mm-hmm. like, obviously, they still have this plan, but they didn't have to explicitly talk about it for us to know that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is good um well and that's what it helps build up the tension too so i'll take it mm-hmm. it's it's not like
0: mm-hmm. i mean would i enjoy a bodiella kiss every single episode yeah but is that logical no and so it's just it's you know i'll i enjoy these little moments because it builds the
1: tension. exactly yeah uh, to quote steven sondheim if life were made of moments then you'd never know you had one mm-hmm. so we got to take those just sparse them out so that they're special each time they happen um she says "Bodhi is such a pure soul and i really hope they actually build in his friendship with rebecca and continue to lean on each other as friends me too i liked their dynamic i hope we get to see a lot more of it um overall it was a really nice light little episode aside from reinforcing my weariness of fair rides and we had a, a lot of good friendship relationship building moments and dynamics for nearly everyone throughout the whole episode you are correct as i stated earlier this show is very good at balance Uh And this episode felt extremely balanced and I loved it. Um, Okay. That was Allie. Oh, now we get Helene who always sends us these really long emails. Uh, Let's see. Okay. Okay. I want to read the, (laughs) I want to read her thoughts on the call because she's critical and we need more Uh of that. Um, She says, here are my thoughts on 114. This wasn't my favorite episode, though I did connect with it a lot better on a rewatch than the first time around. She says, for starters, that call was ridiculous. I can buy the ride from hell, the flying debris, even the latch falling on the guy's chest, especially when I realized that there were two prongs impaling him and it wasn't just the trap door. She says, oops, I missed that on first watch. Yeah, you see, okay, I thought maybe some people had missed that, because my parents definitely missed it. It was really easy to miss. Uh Um, But the kid, she says, but the kid thrown off the ride, miraculously unharmed? Question mark. Yeah. (laughs) Please. (laughs) She says, please. (laughs) Um, unless that kid sprouted wings between takeoff and landing, he should be dead. <laughs> Sorry, I have to take a minute to laugh at that, because that's a really great line. Laugh. <laughs> okay. Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, <laughs> or, at the very least, have multiple broken bones. And out of all the medical issues he could have following that failed attempt at... Th- youngest human cannonball ever (laughs) he gets an asthma attack (laughs) youngest human cannonball ever again that's a good line Mm -hmm. um i'm not even going to touch the resuscitation on jamie at the end because it was so wrong um but details i guess i'll have to suspend disbelief on that one um and she doesn't mention it here but she and i talked about um how Bodhi moved the kid he picked him up and brought him which he's been flung off a ride based on my limited medical knowledge you don't move someone without a medic telling you it's okay or securing his neck right that's what I thought that was that threw me a little um let's see okay and then she says I feel like... (laughs) Sorry, I'm reading this and I'm I'm already laughing. She says, I feel like one of the most unsettling parts of this episode is how much I enjoyed Jake. She calls enjoying Jake unsettling. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's really funny. (laughs) Because it's true. Oh... Tim, we spend so much time trashing this character, and have we trashed him even once so far? No, not this one. No. What is happening?
0: Well, because he's showing himself to be like a normal human being and not Superman. It's
1: true. It's true, but I'm just so used to us picking on him, like we didn't, we didn't. I what? Anyways, <laughs> but I'll agree, Helene, that is very unsettling. <laughs> it's just not the normalcy that we've gotten used to <laughs> she says parentheses still can't believe we're not hating on jake anymore <laughs> she says he and carl were cute and cute as in all caps um him checking <laughs> checking his and she puts in parentheses immobile hair <laughs> um the flirting the kiss i totally ship these two more and more i'm hoping sabina becomes a permanent member of the cast me too i love uh-huh. her I love her, but it's worrying me because she's been in Nashville for a while because I follow her on Instagram and I'm like, get back to Canada, but it's fine. (laughs) Um, I said that, not Helene. Helene hasn't mentioned that. (laughs) Um. She says, one thing I especially liked is there's still no tension between Jake and Gabriella. The past is the past and these two have completely moved on and they can chit chat about Jake's date hopefully it stays that way when gabriella and bodie become public yes um okay she says speaking of gabriella okay this is another critical part so that's why i wanted to read yeah she says i was taken aback by how intense her anxiety over medical emergencies was i guess we haven't really seen her in that type of situation since meg's death so it's Not completely unrealistic, but I would have liked to have seen some hints of it in previous episodes. After her story about why she choked at the Olympics, it makes a lot more sense, and that was a nice callback too. I really loved seeing Sharon help her through the moment, mad that she disobeyed a direct order, and rightfully so, but still understanding and without judgment. Um, I hope this isn't the last time we hear about it I would love to see the storyline be more than just one and done because mental health does not work that way show me Gabriella working through her anxiety slowly but surely it's part of working on yourself right and I think that's important too because there were some people that were I did see more than one Helene wasn't alone that were kind of taken aback by like suddenly this is a problem um and you know, it would have been nice to maybe have some like subtle small buildup to it, but uh-huh. you know, I I get it overall. But I, it didn't throw me, but I can see why it would throw someone else. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Uh, she says the Rebecca thing took me completely by surprise. Rebecca had seemed to be the first one to not only agree to keep the hookup casual, but also to notice the connection between Bodie and Gabriella. I was not expecting her to take Bodie's rejection that hard. And I'm going to be honest. I hated it. (laughs) And then she says, until I realized that it wasn't so much about losing Bodie as a fuck buddy, but more about losing a friend, a connection, the one good thing in her life right now. Um, it was more a loss on top of all the losses she's endured her career, her marriage, her whole entire life, really. Um, yeah and i think a lot of people felt that way helene i think you're what you felt Uh is more common than what i felt because i understood her the whole time but i think a lot of Uh people were like this is weird i don't like this Uh um but i also think it's really easy for someone to say oh this can just be casual and not Uh so easy to back that up with your emotions (laughs) so um i expected there to be feelings caught from the very beginning um And there was a little bit, so it didn't surprise me, but I can understand why other people might not have enjoyed it. Um, Let's see. Eve as a potential leader of Three Rock is all I want, she put in all caps. (laughs) Uh, But Manny giving her snark and cold shoulder all episode was not enjoyable. Um, Again, it's something that felt like it came out of nowhere, especially toward Eve, pure innocent cinnamon roll Eve who doesn't have a deceitful bone in her body um also i get that side of manny was back what also getting that side of manny back there it is was not on my wish list i guess i can understand it somewhat with everything that happened to him with the and the gambling he is bound to be a little paranoid Uh... (laughs) she says one thing i will never ever complain again about again is sharon and vince flirting seriously Mm-hmm. give me an hour of just that every week and i'm all set all the flirty teasing made me grin so hard my cheeks hurt at every scene these two share and i wouldn't have it any other way um she says also i guess we need to thank jake for putting vince's name on the uh grand marshall ballot because mm-hmm. the top hat was glorious yeah
0: and like quick side note but i kind of want just like a flashback episode with like a younger vince and sharon
1: oh my gosh i would love that like, I, I would love it. That. i don't care
0: what the premise
1: is i just want it but That's like, awful. imagine a flashback episode of like them working together for the first time, and like oh, the instant the tension. Oh yeah, and right. it like,
0: would we, be. We, we need and it. Can, can we get like a backstory episode of them? I don't Please, care. like maybe while she's under getting surgery. Knock on wood. Hopefully, oh my
1: gosh, she has a. That. Like, and then Cole. the casting for young Sharon and young Vince. Oh, like, oh my god. If they're not like the most attractive people I've ever set my eyes on then there's something very wrong with that casting because they would need to be extremely beautiful. But like
0: that feels like a very <laughs> easy logical thing to happen of like when you're having a major surgery you're getting put under and you think about your family, your moments in your life and I just like just Sharon and Vince meeting for the first time and
1: you know, I, you know oh, that man. they were butting heads. Like oh. the The instant sparks would oh. be so good we uh-huh. need that you've put that out there and now i, need I know it. like i it has to happen i've got to I, manifest it i i manifested eve joining wanting to join
0: so I, I i believe in my powers of manifestation with
1: Fire okay. Country, so this is your next your next project yes. is to manifest this uh-huh. yes <laughs> we need it so much uh-huh. um let's see what else does she say here oh i was a little mad at jake for interrupting the chevince date But they were also happy at the news it made up for it. (laughs) Um, Now I'm curious to see what will happen with the surgery. It can't all go smoothly, right? That'd be way too easy. I'm not worried, not yet anyway, but I do expect some kind of bump that makes it impossible to happen, at least right now. We do know from the promo photos is Lily will be back for this episode, and I cannot wait, especially with that shot of her and Manny. That ought to be interesting. (laughs) Okay, so this is getting into theories for next episode, and let me tell you. I have some so first of all this is a big surgery right Mm -hmm. does anybody else think it's odd that it's supposedly happening in episode 15 when we have eight more to go in the season air country
0: surprises me so I I I don't know what to take anything from anything at this point
1: I'm convinced and I'm probably going to be wrong because I normally am but I am convinced that it's not going to happen in that episode that at the last minute something's going to come up that's going to keep it from happening and they'll have to postpone it and then it's going to be in the finale or the build up to the finale because it's such a high drama moment i just don't know okay. as a longtime tv watcher it would surprise me if they used it this early so i'm convinced something's happening and there are some shots where lily's face is like too shocked mm-hmm. so i feel like there's going to be some sort of revelation that postpones it but then also what she's talking about with manny and lily i gotta find the picture and show it to you there's a picture of them meeting that has sort of caused some speculation let's see if i can find it and it's probably just the fandom running with it but look at this picture you see them shaking hands and vince standing in the middle hmm okay mm. why is this a press shot i don't know why is this an important enough moment to be a press photo i don't know is this setting up something I are know. lily and manny gonna like be a thing oh oh oh, oh. Mm. i Can would you enjoy imagine it like the me too, <laughs> me too. I it. also look at this again and look at vince's face
0: like, I don't know what to do with this situation.
1: Mm-hmm. His face is like an oh shit face. He's like, he's looking yeah. at their hands can, and he's like... Show me,
0: show me a little bit. Can you see it? Very blur. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like maybe there were just immediate sparks and Vince is like, oh, I don't... Mm.
1: <laughs> I immediately regret this decision. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, and I... Yeah, please please also, I'm going to manifest that happening because I can just imagine the dinner table of like okay so well we're dating and they're like i'm excuse me what now also imagine gabriella and jake (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's what i mean of like if they if their parents go down that route and they're like oh oh well i mean we're not dating anymore it's not weird but kind of still weird but still
1: weird yeah i just imagine jake being like hell no 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 (laughs) I'm just going to yeah. ignore and pretend this is not happening. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, But that photo caused a little stir. People were like, why is this a press photo? Like, it's the two of them meeting. Why does it necessitate being a press photo? And I'm like, you know, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is there going to be some some little sparks? That I'm okay.
0: I also would be fine with a double date with Vince and Sharon. And oh my gosh, Lily that would be Manny. so good it just also feels very entertaining so i yeah i want that Mm -hmm.
1: if it doesn't happen on the show we may have just created like a a crack ship
0: (laughs) it's not that far off though i'm sorry it really isn't
1: i mean lily is really cool i and manny is really cool i'm sorry i would not this is not the first time
0: people who've broken up their parents then date not the first time
1: True, and I would love the comedy. Okay, it yeah. would definitely be messy, and I would love it so much. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We everybody may be way off base, but the fact that it's a press photo, everybody was like, "Let me. In.
0: I'm, I'm going to enjoy it." And because I, I could also imagine, I don't know how it would work, but you know, maybe Lily staying over for a night, an awkward encounter with oh, somebody. That's right.
1: Oh, because I'm okay with she, it. Manny is staying at their house, so
0: if Lil if Lily stays at their house too, yeah, I don't know if that would still be happening, but I, an awkward
1: encounter with somebody, I would enjoy it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. Mm, the possibilities. There's so much mm-hmm. potential. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Plus, I love Lily, and I love any excuse to see more of her. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm fine. I'm fine with this. If this mm-hmm. if this is what they do, which it may not be what they do, I'm okay with it. I I think it would be fun.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That seems like a lot, though, for, like, a handshake.
1: Uh, yeah, it is just a photo of a handshake, but still, it was just sort of, like, interesting.
0: Yeah, no, that's what I mean, but it's it's just,
1: like, interesting. there there has to be some weight behind the handshake, so I'm... For it to necessitate yeah. a picture, right? Like, yeah. why would you take a picture of that and then release it mm-hmm. if it's not somehow important? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll find out um okay and then we have one more email this is heather heather's e- heather was the one with the super insightful email last time about jake and Bodie. um so i'm very curious oh she sent us a long one too oh i love these long emails guys these are great um let's see i thought everyone's history coming to the surface this episode had the perfect setting in something so nostalgic as town fair Ooh, that's a good point because fairs are like very heavy with tradition
0: Uh especially
1: in small towns Uh um so yeah you're right that was a yes Mm -hmm. um it's something that comes around once a year and always brings back those fuzzy powdered sugar covered memories of the past powdered sugar now i want a funnel cake darn you heather um which makes it so fun that this episode is about everyone's future we have eve wanting to become a leader for the fire camps the perez is worrying about their jobs ending um Jake and Bodie worrying about the people they have become and how that will affect their futures Vincent Sharon talking about her kidney and survival Rebecca fearing she doesn't have a future to look forward to and Jake finding out the kidney transplant is ready to go do you know what she just made me realize Manny and Gabriella both had plots about the future of their careers oh that's interesting Heather I did not put that together until just now. Or the fact that every single one of these plots was about worrying about the future. Oh, look at you spotting the common themes. I love this. Um, <clears throat> I will forever love how much attention they have put on playing Bodie and Jake off of each other. Both of them get a blast from the past this episode and have to confront who they are or who they were then with what they have become. Okay, there we go. Um, for Bodhi it was the all-star who blew his shot but is turning his life back around and for Jake the player who still wants to be Superman but also wants to settle into a longer relationship I liked how they how they had both men reconciling their past selves with who they are in the present and both were nervous about how they have changed but also at peace with who they have become Heather I'm telling you girl you make these connections that I would not yeah. have made. also I
0: have a point to oh, one other thing I want to call out um, mm-hmm. of this episode being talking about like the future, that I feel like that could very easily set up like a flashback episode of it. Not just like Sharon, even though I want Sharon Evans, like even like Jake of and like Bodie's, like looking back at the past and like what led them to where they are now. Like th- I'm sorry, but that feels like prime easily setting up of like being so focused on the future and then looking back at the past to how they got to the- where they are currently and what
1: that means for the future. So, boom. <laughs> i mean no i agree with you we need some more flashbacks we had a lot of flashbacks early on and they haven't done it in a while and i enjoyed the flashbacks they were kind of sad flashbacks like i want some happy flashbacks Eh. yeah we do need some some lighter flashbacks to balance out the heavier ones that Mm -hmm. we got early on um let's see The other three that were kind of surprisingly running in similar storylines were three triple downward spirals of Gabriella, Manny, and Rebecca. Uh, see, what, girl, okay, your brain is on like a whole other level than the rest of us. I'm just gonna, every time you send us an email, I'm just gonna keep saying this because like I did not, I, I did not put that, we've just spent like an hour or whatever and some change discussing this episode and I didn't put that together. Um, while Bodie and Jake have passed that that they're working on but still have solid hope for what the future hold gabriella is panicking and her hang up on the medical care following meg and the incident at the olympics will bar her from being a firefighter manny is being an asshole because he thinks his gambling problem will be revealed and cost him his job rebecca is wallowing in misery because she lost everything when she was incarcerated and doesn't know if she will have a future waiting for her when she gets out yes you are correct those all correlate really well together and i did not realize that until just now um she says i liked sharon and gabriella's interactions and in pep talks but i loved eve calling manny out even more Eve is hands down my favorite character in this episode was a fantastic one for her to show her passion as a leader um just to show her passion as a leader just needed to find its place Ooh, i love the way you phrase that mm-hmm. her passion as a leader just needed to find its place that's great mm-hmm. um even if it wasn't climbing the ranks like sharon i love that she found her voice um, she, okay. She says, now I know I am probably alone in this, but I really liked, like Bodeka and I'm going to captain that ship until it hits rocks and sinks. Huh? Okay. I liked that she could look at Bodie and tell something was wrong. And I liked that he was patient enough with her to realize she needed a friend who would be there for her more than anything. And that they both had each other's backs. I know Bodiella is in game, but I just don't see it anytime except when they were making out in the laundry room that was hot but i could say the same for bodie and rebecca hooking up in the woods i don't see the chemistry between bodiella that everyone else does personally that's okay fair. yeah i i mean that's valid I, I and bodek is a good ship too like i'm not gonna say don't oh. no because i like rebecca a lot um and i love bodie and i do like the two of them together um so Go for it. Yeah. I mean, captain that ship, do it. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's fine by me. I know. Um, and I mean,
0: as you and I have always said, ship who you want to ship. I mean, we still obviously have our preferences. So we can't help it if we get a little excited, but you know, it's
1: we're never one to hate on anybody shipping who they want to ship. Well, I got to say, like, I, she knows just as well as we do the the end destination is going to be bodiella uh-huh. but if we explore Bodeca a little bit on the uh-huh. way there i'm fine with that because I, I mean we still, we still got a year we yeah. still uh, got a year a year's a long time in tv mm-hmm. well and anything could happen with bodiella because they're so fragile right now with where uh-huh. they are it's not like they're together but they're not not together so you know it's um right now the course is set but who knows what could happen between now and then i don't know i mean i think i think we might maybe could get some more bodeka for sure um that said uh what okay she said that said what was bodie going to do if he walked all the way to the women's camp and rebecca wasn't there just turn around and walk back okay bodie great plan (laughs) Uh Uh, and you know what Details really aren't Bodhi's strong suit. Let's just confront no. that right now. <laughs> um, she says Jake and Kara, or and she's got in finger quotes cake, as I like to call them because they are just so sneaking and sweet. I love that. That would be my totally preferred ship name for them if I wasn't afraid that baking side of social media would come for us. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, "What are all these gifts in our hashtag?" Uh, sorry. <laughs> I think. Um, I think most people are calling them Jara. That's what I've seen so far. But I like Cake. I think Cake is really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. I am interested to see where they go and how they get her to stay in town long term. Apparently, if you date Jake, it's the rule that you have to move to Edgewater and join 42. Don't ask me why. <laughs> I still think, like we've said,
0: they're setting up, I feel like, for Ambo to join the fire firehouse fire station whatever. and so i i was feeling like that's that's what's going to happen there.
1: i agree that's my theory too cuz they've thrown in enough mentions of response times and the fire station needing their own ambo mm-hmm. and you know they've used kara kara a lot as like a mm-hmm. medic. i think they're yeah i think they're mm-hmm. hinting that it's a possibility for sure at least.
0: cuz like we um, had we had cara on scene here and it's like mm-hmm. she's not And last episode yeah and i mean well not last episode like a few episodes like doesn't necessarily matter but it's just like i just it's don't know if she's ups. gonna be satisfied working in an er
1: i feel like she's gonna need to be the adrenaline thing, she's yeah. gonna be like, like the the adrenaline junkie like the rest of them yeah which she is in the ed which would maybe would have a little more adrenaline than yeah. anywhere else but yeah i know just... i kind of I, I think she likes jumping in, even if she makes mm-hmm. a little joke about it. I think she mm-hmm. likes the 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 get up and go aspect of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, let's see. She said, I really liked this episode overall. It was very chaotic, but I felt like they had time to flesh out everyone's story and bring it to a satisfying conclusion while setting up the next episode. Also, the seeds they planted for everyone's insecurities have been slowly planted for several um, already, and I love that they gave us such great continuity. Like Gab's line about choking at the Olympics finally got brought back up, and that was a while ago when we first heard about it. It's just so nice to see little tidbits of information are being kept up with and woven back into the story when they need them. It's wonderful to see. yeah I, I that's a great point. Like I didn't even remember the fact that she mentioned choking at the Olympics, but she did. I think she said it to Jake. Mm-hmm that she like choked at the olympics or whatever Uh um which i remember at the time thinking i don't know if you necessarily choked but now that she's told that story yeah she she choked yeah she choked um that is interesting and it's very subtle which i like um they're not you know flashing a neon sign like here's backstory Uh (laughs) which is nice um let's see she says but also can we talk about the promo pic with manny meeting jake's mom there it is (laughs) The drama of Jake and Gab's parents hooking up. I don't know if it's happening, but I'm cackling if that's where the handshake is headed. (laughs) We just talked about it, but yes. I would love to see that drama play out on screen. Uh I think that would be hilarious. See, I told you, it's like, it's a thing. (laughs) Which is really funny. Um, Yeah, I loved all those listener emails, guys. Those were all great thoughts. Uh Definitely some interesting points for discussion um and we'll see if that handshake promo photo results in anything on march mm-hmm. 3rd but oh. i'm i'm here for it if it does i love mess and that's that's mess for sure yeah it so feels it like fun.
0: small town mess though that i we haven't gotten anything like that at all so it you know it's <laughs> That feels ripe for small yeah. town life right
1: there. So for sure. Well, can you imagine if they don't even tell, like, let's just say hypothetically, they start dating and they don't tell Jake and Gabriella uh-huh. at first. Like they're figuring it out. Uh-huh. Somebody in town spots them together. hmm uh-huh. And then it spreads around town like wildfire. Mm-hmm. And before they can tell them Jake and Gabriella hear from somebody else. Can you imagine like mm-hmm. the debate that would happen at 42 of like, are they dating? Are they not? And Jake and Gabriella being like, no, no, no,
0: They're Like, yeah, no.
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm for it. I-, I, I am too. I think it would be really interesting um, and like a, a fun light plot. Which if as we're heading into the finale and we're being promised a death, a nice fun light plot would be refreshing. <laughs> uh-huh. Um yeah, but anyway, that's all the listener emails that we've got. Um, I loved those. Please keep them coming, guys. Uh-huh. If anybody else wants to send us emails, the email is open for it. I've got the contact, um, like our contact graphic pinned on Instagram as well. So um, if you follow us on Instagram, all that information is really easy to find. Um, you can find us on Instagram at ladiesnight underscore pod. Or you can find us on Twitter at, uh, is it just Ladies Night? See, I'm not on the Twitter as much. So I, let me see. It is. <laughs> it's ladies night pod all one word but Uh the ladies is spelled Uh l-a-d-y-s so you can follow us on twitter follow us on instagram you can email us at podcast.ladiesnight at gmail.com any of those ways is fine with me guys um yeah i'm I'm just so enjoying the listener emails you guys are Uh really have some interesting insights into these episodes um so keep those coming. And then I just cannot wait for more of this show. Uh-huh. It's we're we're in the build-up to the finale, so everything's gonna get really intense from here on out, I have a feeling.
0: Uh-huh.
1: All right. Uh-huh. So I guess now we're in our last call, closing uh-huh. time section. Uh-huh. So- uh-huh we usually do with these episodes, Kim, uh bringing you joy lately. Mm-hmm.
0: So for me, I would say it has been two things. One, I just finished the book, Icebreaker, and it was actually really, really good. And it's oh, just, like, it's still it's it took me a minute it's other books have kept me in a little bit more, but this was still really, really good because there was one night like last week where I stayed up far too late with having work the next day reading it because it was just that good and I couldn't <laughs> put it down. And it was just really good. Um, And then the other thing has been the lead-up to the series premiere tonight of The Company You Keep, Milo Ventimiglia's Mm -hmm. new show with Chloe Kim, I want to say. Catherine Catherine Kim, sorry. But it's just like, the promo that they have been doing for that show have, oh, they know what they're doing, and I feel like they know the audience that they're trying to bring in with that show. And I'm not mad that they're just Fully playing into it completely,
1: so yeah, those those promos are steamy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are leaning into that chemistry hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, Milo Ventimiglia is a very handsome man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I
0: apologize. Her name is Catherine Kim. I I do I wanted to at least correct that because, but like the chemistry that we're getting to see from her and Milo with like zero actual context of the full show is like. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's intriguing
0: i'm watching it tonight so it is we're recording (laughs) on sunday so yeah uh
1: yeah those are both very good i have icebreaker on my shelf actually behind me over here like i'm looking past my computer and it's sitting right there (laughs) Mm so so, um, i'll be getting to that eventually Mm -hmm. um for me i also finished a book i finished x's and o's by amy leah Mm -hmm. um is like the most adorable i oh my gosh it was so good um it's a slow burn Uh and it's uh a romance i guess is what they're calling it now i just call it forced proximity personally (laughs) um but it's so good And these characters i love them so much it's a grumpy sunshine everybody Uh loves a good grumpy sunshine Uh um yeah, I definitely, I highly recommend it. It's the second book in a series. The first one was Set on You. Also good. Mm-hmm. Definitely recommend that one too. Um, I loved this one so much. I told the pod squad that it felt to me like there was a moment in season three of Chicago Fire where Silveride was almost like a ship. Mm-hmm. This feels like an AU of Chicago Fire where Silveride was the ship. And this is how Silveride would have happened if that had been the ship. Like okay. this book is how that would have okay. happened. Um, I loved it. Uh I loved it so very much. Um, I definitely highly recommend it. Uh, Go and check it out and read it. Um, Yeah. And there's a third one coming in this series too. And I can't wait for that one. Uh, I think that's a while off, but I can't wait. Um, See, and then what else? I'm trying to think like TV wise, what have I been watching? And I haven't really Uh been watching too much because I'm trying to get back into reading mm-hmm. um I I don't know gosh I feel like I ne- I don't have as much to say as I used to well I am planning a, a universal trip I think I maybe said this last mm-hmm. episode too but I booked my hotel nice. and I'm so excited yes. nice um so it's just a, a long weekend but uh-huh. I can't not wait I'm uh-huh. so excited uh-huh. <laughs> Um, they're doing Mardi Gras right now. So I've been researching Mardi Gras at Universal Studios Orlando. Oh. That's been bringing me joy because there is some food out there that uh-huh. looks fantastic. The They have the Twisted Tater, which they normally only have for Halloween Horror Nights. Oh. I'm, I'm showing my geek right now because I'm a theme park nerd, if you don't know that already. Um, but they have it for Mardi Gras. And you can get ghost pepper seasoning on it. And I'm uh-huh. a girl that loves my spice. Uh-huh. So like... I'm going to do it. I'm going to get that. And then they have this Andouille sausage uh, queso that you can get with it oh. and you can get it mild or spicy. Oh. I'm about to be living my best life, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I cannot. I've been like researching this food and there's so many good food options because they're doing a carnival theme. So there's like different countries from around the world. Uh-huh. Oh, man. I Good am bed. so excited. Yeah, uh-huh. and like two of my friends, I think I'm going to meet up with try to meet up with them at some point while I'm down there too. Uh-huh. Um, Yeah, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Uh-huh. I just I cannot wait. And I'm staying at Sapphire Falls, uh-huh. which is a very nice hotel. Um, It's like not they have Universal Orlando has like four groups of hotels. It's in like the it's in the category just above prime value which prime Uh value is like this is like their version of a disney moderate resort Uh if you know what a disney moderate resort is (laughs) um anyway so that's been bringing me joy planning that trip and trying to figure out what i'm gonna do where i'm gonna eat um yeah i'm pumped Uh also i think i'm actually gonna try and ride hagrid's motorbike adventure this time i i didn't last time because the line was so long i was just like eh yeah but i think i might try this time we'll see i don't know everybody raves about it and i haven't written it yet so i'm Uh super curious um yeah so that's been bringing me joy Good. i'm still reading though i have i'm one book behind on my goodreads goal for this year so far you know how it keeps your progress Uh for you (laughs) so i'm reading a book i actually started last year now um because I started it and then just didn't finish it, but it's called the Holiday Swap. Oh. Um, it's cute so far. It's one. It's it's probably a lot like icebreaker where it's like I'm slow to get into it, but I feel like once I get into it, I'll really love it. Oh. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Oh. That's about it for me though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I was there. Something else. Oh. Okay. Something that didn't make me happy. Meet us at Molly's, did an interview with uh Connor Perkins, who's on uh-huh. Chicago Med now. That was a delightful interview. I highly uh-huh. recommend it if you're a fan of the one Chicago's at all. Um or if you're a fan of like Disney, because he had a lot of really valid Disney opinions. And uh-huh. I want to be his best friend now. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> But that's okay. Gina and Brian, can be his best friend. That's fine. But (laughs) anyways, um, go check that out. Meet us at Uh Molly's. They had a really good interview with him um, that I really enjoyed. So Uh yeah, I think that's it for me, though. Um, Man, I loved just talking about one episode. I feel like we got to go really, really in depth. I know. With this one, which was nice. And we weren't mean to Jake at all. (laughs) We weren't. That's so weird. I know. We didn't even have Colin to be mean to this episode. Which I'm not mad about it. Nobody needed creepy yeah, Colin I don't, to stand he's, around. He's, so Yeah, I don't need to see his crazy eyes every episode. I'm okay. fine with it. Like yeah. those sh- those like screenshots that Christian took with his like crazy grin. Like <laughs> so yeah. creepy. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. It was so creepy. Um. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens happens with that i still feel like he's too obvious for the arsonist but then know. at the same time he's the logical choice we'll also where is that arsonist plot why haven't we gotten more of that yet it'll it'll come back it'll come back it's just so that's weird. gonna there's be just
0: that's gonna be the finale i can
1: i have a feeling it'll be the. Finale. there's just an arsonist out there and nobody knows about it yet um <laughs> uh, i'm a little confused by that but that's all right okay it'll, it'll happen it'll happen <laughs> um oh anyway this was fun it was uh, I can't wait to see what happens with the show in the future and to talk about it with you mm-hmm. even more mm-hmm. it's gonna be great fun mm-hmm. um yeah oh my okay. gosh I can't believe we're, we've got like eight episodes left until the mm-hmm. finale already mm-hmm. crazy. it feels crazy but you know yeah. we're enjoying it we are oh my gosh we are for sure mm-hmm all right well time to get out of here we're being kicked out of smokies Uh maya's done with us she's Uh she's ready to go so Uh i guess we need to go too
0: Uh (laughs) oh bye logan bye kim